Welcome to your sanity safe space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From Hillary to Harambe, there are no limits. You can be nice. Really great talking to you. Cool dude. Great dude. Appreciate awesome. It, man. You can be mean. You shit. <laughs> or you can blow it all up. <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Uh, I don't have any good stories tonight. We're low energy Fresh today, out. guys. Low energy Jeb, <laughs> yeah. We're low energy Jeb, we're low energy Joe Scarborough. Yeah. But we're going to do a show anyway. Uh, so uh, pretty much everybody's familiar with the call-in show, but I always talk about the rules because, hey, who doesn't have two minutes to waste? Uh, if you are new to the show, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show in the YouTube description there. Click on that. Put your name in the roll call when you're in the server. We go on a first-come, first-served basis. Patrons get priority if you're a patron of either the podcast or Blonde or myself and you'd like to get patron priority in the server message us and we'll take care of that for you if you'd like to contribute to the show but you can't do it live you can email us that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com we got a couple email questions we'll talk a those at the end of the show uh, or you can record a brief message and upload it unlisted to youtube we'll play the audio on the show and respond to it although it's been a while since somebody's done that we haven't had anybody record a, an audio message for a bit although we had the we had the milk and cereal message on sunday so that's close enough I, I probably should have put that on the call-in show. Why did I even put that on the main show? And it was a three-hour-long show. Yeah, probably could have cut that out. <laughs> no, you just your... wanted to show everybody what an evil person exists in our audience. Yeah, enjoy your 15 minutes, Bobby. Bobby the serial <laughs> heretic. Okay. Insufficient uh, explanation, McGee. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Oh, three minutes per call. Blonde's, Blonde is the one who's trying to have a, a shorter show tonight. So she's in charge of the clock. But I don't Who understand knows? math. So counting to three is really difficult for me. Right. You know, women are biologically less capable per James Damore. It's our noggins. Yeah. Uh, so uh, unless you got unless you got any other items, we can just hop right into it. Let's just hop right into it. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, you know who's up first tonight is um, Josh and it's Josh and Jen, right? Jess, I don't want to get Jen. Jess, Jess. Sorry. I called her Josh and Jen. That's terrible. Oh, hey. it's Josh and Jess. Is Hi. Jess with you? Yeah, Jess is Jess is actually not with me. She's actually in mm. better. Ah, well, good. Get out of here. She's, we she's we want like Jess. Oh, hey. she's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you guys doing tonight? Doing okay. Hey. <laughs> uh, and I take exception to your joke earlier about the math blonde. It's not. It, it's not all women. It's just you, and that's more the weed than the. Than yeah. the no, woman brain also does affect my computational <laughs> skills. I will say, I'm actually pretty good at math. I was just messing around. <laughs> oh, I, I figured as much. So, what do you guys think of the uh, Democratic reaction to the Nunez memo and the Grassley memo? Ah, that's what I expected. So I'm a little bit behind. I heard the committee actually voted to declassify the memo, right? The Democratic memo. I don't think that's oh, happened yeah. yet. I thought they it voted. Did... They, they voted did vote already. Yeah. Trump yeah, but it's not out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying the Democratic so, memo hasn't, but uh, another senator, Republican senator, uh, released a memo. Uh, Grassley, I can't remember. His so first I've not name. read that one. Can you summarize it quickly? Uh it. 
it, so we basically it, it kind of shifts everything from the from the FBI more towards Steele. That Steele deliberately kind of pulled the wool over the FBI eyes. Ah. Which Doesn't is, it talk about the Obama administration's implication in all of this as well? I haven't read. I, it just came out today, right? I haven't read it yet. I just saw coverage on it. Yeah, it does. It does talk about the well. At that, there's some texts from. Uh, Peter Strzok that indicate that Obama knew because he said that uh, right. POTUS wanted to know everything about the investigation. What a bunch of slime balls. Ugh. So gross. Yeah, it's 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 pretty disgusting. And I, I don't understand how more people aren't like, what the hell? And my, my objection isn't even to uh, specifically what they did. It's to the FISA court in general. Yeah, yeah. I've been asking the same question to people, and I think that everybody's just so at capacity with political drama that even something that's truly worthy of it, they're disinterested in because it's just been sensory overload for, for two years. So everybody's like, eh, I don't give a shit. No. Oh, our government's corrupt. Big deal. At least that's probably what Skag is thinking. <laughs> uh, no, no. I just think, th- I think this, this whole memo battle has become so ultra partisan that it's really frustrating. I mean, people are just kind of lining up to believe certain things depending on which team you play for, even though we have kind of an incomplete set of facts here. And Ugh. I find that to be, I find that to be quite frustrating, to be honest. Oh, I, I shake where you. You're from, shake but you. We know, but we uh, do. Do you have a complete set of facts that I'm unaware of? Uh, no, I'm telling you, there's enough. How many times do we have to go through this? We did this in the show last week, but there's enough information for you to draw up like a real case from it here. You're like, well, uh, you know, I didn't see him murder her, but there's all this blood and then there's a knife and the knife's got his And there's also heart. another story and another person implicated. We have an incomplete oh, set of facts. on. It's just, the, everybody's wrapped up in this. It's a big shit show. It's, it's pretty obvious what's happened at this point. I do not agree. I do not agree that it's obvious at all. All right. Any last thoughts on this? What, what, make make yeah, Skag and yeah. I get along. It's your responsibility. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm with you on this uh, on this blonde, uh, but before, as far as closing thoughts, uh, really putting aside any kind of uh, of political uh, like a, a, a blame game, um, to me the ultimate the ultimate blame is in the FISA process itself. It is yeah. blatantly anti Fourth Constitution or anti Fourth Amendment. Fourth Amendment, yeah. I mean, what did they think was going to happen when they created FISA courts? It's obvious that you can you know circumvent. Uh, the the typical judicial process. It's like, did they did it not occur to them that people could utilize it for political advancement? It seems fairly obvious that that's what's going to happen. And there are no checks and balances. This FISA judge is just they're just stamping everything. They're like, oh, I I just trust the FBI. Whatever the FBI puts in front of me, that they're they're not partisan. They didn't look yeah. into this at all. Like if you read the Steele dossier, you you if I were the judge, I'd be like, where where'd you get this? Come on, Russian hookers, where where'd you get this? <sighs> we don't have to let well, you we, know, though. We also don't know that didn't happen. And we also don't know that there aren't aspects of the Steele dossier that are accurate. We Are, are you seriously making the case that we, Trump, the germaphobe, had a bunch of Russian hookers piss no, all over No, but that is bed? not the totality of the dossier either. Yes, I know. But based on that, you could you could extrapolate that the document comes from, you know, unsubstantiated places or, or their nefarious intentions when creating the document. Well, sure, but we also don't know it's the totality of the case. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> it, it's it's a it's an extremely weak case, and that's why nothing's happening. That's why we'll nothing is okay, happening. Fine. I mean, we, we're still going to have our indictment bet, and then I'm going to send you a crow shaped cake, and you're going to eat it on air. That's the sure. I, that's definitely going to happen. Any indictments come through, Skag's literally going to eat crow on our show. And when they don't, 
Ah! <laughs> then what are you going to do? I mean, what's 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 the statute of limitations here? How long do I have? Okay. Um, I think every I time they find new information. We're at like eight minutes now, so. Sorry. <laughs> uh, things are gone. Yeah. <laughs> as usual, if you talk about something that gets us in an argument, you can stay on as long as you want. Constantine is up next. What is in my eye? Hi, What's up, Constantine? Hello. That underwater ah, from deep sound. under the sea again. Um, I actually have an explanation for why the vice courts are the way they are. Sure. Um, actually, it's an improvement over what we used to have because after World War II, well, actually during World War II, they had something called Project Shamrock, which was for you know, wartime surveillance, but they kept it up after the war. And actually, it came out during the Watergate scandal that Nixon used that program, like, it stayed in place like 30 years later to spy on his political opponents and, like, spy on a bunch of, like, activists and, like, Democratic politicians. And so the fight scores were improvement over that. Hmm. Still not working, though. But the situation uh, yeah, but has I brought mean, attention to it, so I don't, I don't know what they're going to do about the, the FISA courts after this. But my point was, um, what, I, what I wanted to ask, what do you guys think about um, Conservative Inc.? Uh, I don't know what that is. That's basically kind of like these um, repackaged neocons who are, you know, somewhat more redeemable, like, you know, your Ben Shapiro, Tommy Lahren type, you know, type that like to pretend like they're for Trump the whole time when he did something good, but then go like full never Trump or whatever. He does something like, I don't know, think it's fair to say Ben pretends like he was rich? for Trump the entire time. People, like... What was that? I, I said, I don't think it's fair to say Ben pretends that he was for Trump the entire time. I don't think he says that at all. No, I think Ben's been well, pretty anti-Trump. Not, 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 uh, not, not Shapiro specifically, but I mean, like, there's a whole host of them. That, too many to name, actually. But and Tommy Lahren, I, I rarely well, hear her criticize him. And Ben Shapiro's just always criticizing him, so. Well, like, like I said, I could name a lot more people, but uh, those are... I don't know. When I think of Neocon, I think of, I think of Paul Ryan, Right. I'm talking like repackaged neocon. They still push a lot of like neocon crap, but they're slightly more redeemable. Mm. I don't know. I like Tommy Lahren. But do you think like like those like bit moderate ones? Do you think they're like a good bridge into like something like an actual like valuable thing? Uh, but okay. Overall, my question is: Do you think like moderates are good quote unquote gatekeepers like for more coherent ideologies? I mean, I used to think that, but I'm just at this point on YouTube where I become so frustrated with moderates. I'm like, we are so deep into this culture war. Pick a fucking side. Pick a side. Oh, my God. So at this point, as far as moderates are concerned, I'm like, I I'm out. Like, you you should have made a more distinct position at this point in time. Um, but the people you named, I'm not, I wouldn't classify them as, you know, this conservative ink. Well, okay, I picked that example. It's my fault. I mean, uh, I, like I said, first stop, you know, it's been a long day. I'm kind of I'm just kind of unclear on the question, I guess. I'm not entirely following. Uh, okay, so just for forget everything I said before. Do you think like sure. moderates, people like slightly on the right are a good thing, but they still, you know, like do like a lot of things to disagree with? Do you think they're a good bridge, so to speak? Bridge to what? Conservatism like or from the left? Worldview. What was that? Do you mean like a bridge from liberalism to conservatism? Yeah, kind of. 
Uh, sure. I mean, I think, um, I mean, I don't, again, I don't know where we classify Ben, but I think Ben is a classic example of somebody that you can hand to a leftist friend and say, Hey, just, just give this a listen and see what you think about it. And it's very difficult for someone like that to say that he's a racist or to say that he's a sexist yeah. or whatever That's else. That's true. I do use Ben Shapiro to warm people up for people like Black Pigeon Speaks. That's my end game. <laughs> he's a gateway. Like Black Pigeon Speaks, <laughs> how women ruin civilizations. Ben is the marijuana of the, um, the right wing <laughs> yeah. world. He's a gateway <laughs> pundit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, thanks for calling, Constantine. Yeah. Well, this question sorts itself out, so I'm uh, going to bail the sure, middle time. Thanks a lot. Appreciate right. it. Ah, crap. I joined the for a second. I joined the wrong room. That could have been disastrous. Better than going live uh, when we're just talking about stuff. That's that's never. Nah, it's the call in show. Oh, you know who's up next is um is Steven. Oh, I should have mentioned too. I didn't mention at the top of the show. We'll do super chats in between callers. So if, if there are super chatters, we'll we'll get to them. Don't worry unless you want to take them now before we just have one. But we can do it now if you want. Sure. It's from William Martin. It says, how are race and culture related? I remember hearing Blonde say this once. Um, I think they're inextricably related. When you bring people uh, of certain races and cultures into another country, they recreate their culture. I mean, and people of races, certain races create cultures. I mean, is there, Japanese I gotta culture ass- is inextricably linked with being Japanese. I got to assume there are, are there like scientific studies of, of cultural integration and stuff like that? I just don't uh, know. Yeah. I mean, I know what I can observe, which is like if you bring foreign cultures, foreign races, whatever you want to call it, into a a new place that they tend to segregate, it seems to me, by choice. They they build Chinatown. They build um, Little Mogadishu in Minneapolis, for example. Um, Yeah, I mean, the question is why? Is there there an inextricable link? Is there – that's kind of – I guess that's kind of the foundational – disconnect between the alt-right and the what would you call them the civic nationalists the alt-light whatever you want to call them there's there's a disagreement among people who believe that race and culture are connected and people who believe that they're not and i i don't know that i just don't know that i've seen enough information to say where i stand on that unfortunately um i mean i think it's an insane position to say that they aren't related at all because if that if that was the case then people from other countries and other races would be seamlessly integrating into the United States, which is the real multicultural experiment. I mean, and we've seen that this is a failure. There's so. definitely like, obs- I guess, observable. I don't know if I call it. What, what we can observe may suggest, is there is there a scientific explanation? I yeah, guess. this Harvard now, study on multiculturalism. Now we're getting into some real Jared Taylor territory. Yeah, so. I mean, this is, this is well studied. I, if, yeah. if race and culture weren't related, then multiculturalism wouldn't have a negative connotation we we would have a more successful society and we wouldn't have warring factions it's it's definitely relevant people that act like it's not and like culture is totally separate are just being intellectually dishonest so that is well, our only super chat at this point send the timestamp to jared holt he'll take care of it Ugh, whatever i don't, <laughs> don't care about him let's talk to Sticks is all over him lately he's just been ripping him apart every day God, I, I want to see that i just want to see those two talk to each other oh my goodness jared i think that jared holt like can't talk to anybody because of um his job, his job. I think that they won't allow oh, him bullshit. I mean, or he's a pussy, but I guess he's a, yeah. Oh, and Constantine's commentator commentary said, wow, I'm a mush mouth stutter fuck today. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, Appreciate all right, it, Constantine. Good. Thank you, man. Uh, Steven, I don't know. Steven, are you comfortable sharing the story you alluded to on Twitter earlier? I can try. Okay. Do you, do you want me to tease it or do you just want to hop into it? 
Sure. You can, what do you mean by teasing it? Well, ex explain our conversation that we had. Or you just want to jump into it. Uh, I guess tease it. So uh, I, what were we even going? There was an exchange on Twitter today. Somehow we're talking about Rose McGowan because I uploaded on Rose McGowan's crazy rant today. And Steven tweets back a picture that uh, of him and Rose McGowan from like, what, three or four years ago? So yeah, she would have been like summer. It was in the summer of 2014. So she would have been like yeah. 40. I saw it and she looks pretty fine. Yeah. She looks hot. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it just goes to show once the, once the ideology has taken its final form, everything just decays. But Steven said, Oh yeah, I met her. And it was quite awkward when I met her. And I said, Ooh, save that story for the call-in show. Oh yeah. Tell us. <laughs> well, for the most for the most part, it wasn't awkward, but there was an awkward moment, though. Okay. Um, okay, I was I was a volunteer at the convention, and um, I got to cut in front of the line to get a photo with her. I did purchase the photo, but um, I got to go in front of the line because I was also working. And um, anyway, uh, because I was busy working. Normally, I ask for a certain way of taking photos with these actors and actresses. I ask if I can put both my arms around them while taking the photo. Most, actually, almost all of them oblige, and they're like, yeah, whatever. But I forgot to do that with Rose, so whenever I'm taking, whenever I'm about to pose for the photo with her, I start with both my arms around her, and I'm like, mm. okay, is this okay? And she takes my hand, she, one of them shoves it down and says, no. Oh dang! I was so, gonna say so we knew like that she was a crazy feminist. You you knew a few years ago. Actually, that no, um, the stuff about her being a feminist came from. Um, it started whenever she said something on Twitter about um, she was trashing Adam Sandler for a casting call back when her she was still in the game, and that was um, that was like a few months later. But yeah, that was before she cut her hair. She cut her hair first before she shaved it. So. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. So I told Skag yesterday that she shaved her head because, or that her hair was short because she had chemo. But I had just crossed those two stories because she shaved her head because Shannon Doherty had chemo, right? You are fake news. Very oh, fake. Oh, I don't know why she shaved her head. I didn't, I stopped following. Well, but I started uh, like defending her a little bit yesterday. I'm like, you know, Skag, she had cancer. No, but I, well, I was asked, I think I was asking, but I never made a joke about her haircut anyway. That was never part of my script. Ah. So. Well, that is kind of weird. I bet that was awkward. Well, I was, I, I did, I shared the picture with blonde Steven. I said, God, see, look at Steven's Chad grab too. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got Rose McGowan with the Chad grab. You didn't have the hover hand or anything like that. So, uh, <laughs> so congratulations, but it turns out that you got, maybe your grab was a little too Chad. Yeah. That, that, that picture was taken moments after a vicious sexual assault. We had no idea. Right. Her too. <laughs> her too. Steven. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but. I mean, uh, isn't I being gay a defense, in... though? I mean, did you have you read her book? You might be in her memoir as one of her <laughs> assaulters. <Fuck no. laughs> oh, geez, uh, that's a good story. Thanks, Steven. I was all I gotta say is I was just embarrassed and mortified because Aww. I thought that um, because uh, you know I was you know I was volunteering for the convention or whatnot, you know, and if she complained or anything, but nothing happened and. Um, I bet and you I aren't embarrassed anymore now that you've seen her fucking melt crazy ass meltdown. Well, Jeez. her it's sad that um, all the products that I own of her and the autographs and anything that might be worth something one day are now severely devalued because <laughs> of 
her unlikability. Ain't that the truth? Yikes. Well, thanks for calling, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bircher is up next. Oh, no way. My guy Bad Beats is hanging out in the waiting room, too. Uh, where's Bircher? I don't see... Uh... Oh, there's Bircher. Hey, Bircher. Or Britcher. Sorry, not Bircher. Britcher is the name. That late in life dyslexia hitting you? Just Apparently. smacking you right in the face. As the font is quite small in my Discord, so... You're 30. You can't read anymore. Come on. Yeah. And just, just to annoy Blonde, uh, person catcher's report... What? Oh yeah. Uh, well, you kind of cut out there for a second. I heard a pitchers and catchers report. That's for crazy. pitchers and catchers to report. Yeah. What about pitchers and catchers? That's the gayest thing I've I've heard about sports. No, actual pitchers and actual catchers, oh. not metaphorical ones. Baseball. I talk. just figured that you know you guys were talking about butt sex because you know. No. Sports. Well, at least I'm not. I don't know about Britcher. I don't know either because I can't hear anything he's saying. Yeah, I can't hear him either. It sounded like his mic got unplugged or something. Yeah. Sorry, Britcher. We can't hear you. Let him I'm hang gonna out pull for somebody else in. Dead Eye Guy. Uh, I don't see Dead Eye Guy in the. Oh wait, that's Dead Eye Guy. That's why I was looking under the D's. Oh Caesar. You're Dead Eye Guy, you there? You're a good boy. Dead Eye Guy. Oh, hello. Oh, there you go. Hi. <laughs> I was kind of confused for a second. Sorry. Now you're me. good to go if you're ready. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm going to come in here like each week, well, maybe not every week, but I try not to get super political as I'm associated with my channel and I don't want to alienate people. Some guy in the chat called me a cuck last week when I said that. <laughs> well, join the club. Okay. I wonder how many weeks in a row I've been called a cuck in the chat. Nobody ever calls me a cuck, though. You should really call Yeah, well, they call you other things. It's not a record that's in the books yet. You could be the one. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I was thinking, uh, you used to be a big gamer. What are you playing uh, these days? Uh, so I play a lot less video games than I used to. Um, and because I only have like smaller chunks of time uh, at any given time, I, I'm mostly just playing the the new World War II Call of Duty. I play it like, I don't know, I might play it for like a half hour before I go to bed or something like that. But these days, my gaming time is is more like I have a brief chunk of time to work with, so I'll play a handful of matches of something and then stop. I don't do the like block you know, I don't do like a full out, a full day of video game playing anymore. You know. Yeah, stay up till three in the morning, like you yeah, know, like back in high school. And I think the only reason I I spend so much time in it is just because it's like my primary hobby outside of a few other small things. And my wife and I both do it together. So when it's like that Aww. part of your, uh, that's you nerdy and together, romantic. <laughs> so so what games am I missing out on currently? What well, you if you're not, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Overwatch. Um, sure, I did play the the beta of it, and um. It was just too complicated for me. I'm just I'm a cod nub, you know. I I don't uh, I don't play complicated games. A cod no nub is that <laughs> what, you, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly. Cod, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I don't play complex FPSs. You oh, know? Call of Duty. Ah. I don't think it's that complex. Um, I, to me, it's cool. way too complex. It's super arena. It's very arena shootery. So it's like yeah. it's, it's like the old school Unreal tournaments and Quake stuff like that. Very very fast paced, even more so than than Call of Duty, but. Um, if you can stomach it, it's very, very well made and a lot of fun. Am I, aren't I going to get wrecked if I jump into that game these days, though? I mean, they everybody's got to be really good by now. Or is it ranked play? Well, not necessarily. Blizzard has a, uh, what they do is they have a, an MMR that you don't see. So mm. if you first start playing and the first, like, you know, several hours that you play, they do a pretty good job of, um, 
okay, you got you got reamed by some guys that are like platinum players. So let's put you against gold players, and then it yeah, gauges yeah. it from there. So it's a pretty decent system. It's better than you know most games where they're just like, ah, here's some diamond players. Good luck, new. Yeah. That was really boring, you guys. It was, <laughs> it was yeah. super boring. So if anybody wants to call in and talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, I'm game. Or, or makeup or whatever else. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. The All sports right. talk and fucking Call of Duty talk I have to endure. It's ridiculous. Well, maybe if I have a little time. I'm getting ready to go to uh, Struggle Cuddle with some men. And I was curious, Matt, have you ever looked into doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, no, struggle no, cuddle. but I don't even know what Struggle Cuddle. What are you talking about? What is this? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, it's a, it's a. Why is it called Struggle Cuddle? <laughs> it's not called that. It's a joke. It's what I call it in jest because you're basically, it's like wrestling except. Oh, okay. No, I mean I don't know that there's even a place that in town that does it. Um, Jesus Christ, is that Bridger? What are you? What is this? Receiving signals from another planet. Yeah, so it's got to be Bridger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know. I'll have to get disciplinary here in a second. No, I've never tried it. I the um, the gym I go to, I don't think offers it. I'd have to find another place. Yeah, if you're out if you're out in the Midwest, which you you are, uh, it's it's kind of hard nah, to find. Not, not really. Even like, Montana's not Midwest. Or not Midwest. I'm sorry. I meant like middle of, middle of mountain I mountain states. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, it's hard to find a black belt or even All right. you know, like a purple or brown. No, I'm gonna. I'm Everyone, gonna, get out of here. Get no, out. No, I'm here. gonna I'm gonna give Britcher the boot in a second here. Anyway. But anyway, look into it. It might bring out the uh, the outer, the inner alpha in you. It might help with the, with the ladies. No, I mean, I, I take um, I take a lot of group classes right now that I'm really satisfied with, and I don't yeah. want to leave them. Um, but I've never, I don't know. I mean, it's not. I'm not taking a shot, but I just don't want to wrestle anybody either. I mean, I, I don't have any knowledge of how this works, but I really, I just, I, um, uh, I don't think that's my thing. Yeah. All right. Never know until you try. It. Maybe, but I'd ha- but that's the thing is I'd have to go find some somewhere else. I don't want to go somewhere else, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Have a good Thanks, night. I'll, I'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Never know right, until Bridger. you try it. You hear that? Yeah, but I just don't want to I've actually heard that argument for like dudes going gay, so. Yeah, it and applies to anything. Huddle struggle, eh? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. I mean, I'm not taking shots. I'm not saying it's not athletically challenging or good workout or any of that. I just don't want to grab a sweaty guy. And also, you know, I mean, say like it's a way of meeting women, but I don't really, I don't want to wrestle women. That's weird. Uh, No. Yeah. Like what if you're too rough or if you get a boner? There's just just too many things that could go wrong. I don't even know if they allow that. And why would you want to? You'd have to be all gentle and stuff. It'd be weird. That could go wrong really horribly right away. (laughs) Richard, are you there? I'll, I'll let you chime in if you're good to go. I think it's better now. I swapped out a different set of headphones. That's good because I was about to ban you from the server for how his little angry loud that. <laughs> yeah. No, basically, I was just wanting to know if you knew anything about what the ATF's doing with the bump stock and binary trigger and all that fun stuff. I actually have no, not I've heard nothing about it since the Vegas shooting. I know there was a push in Congress, uh, but but you're saying the ATF actually was going to do some regulatory move on its own or what? Uh, the ATF is getting direction from Congress to basically pass a regulation that is a law. They don't have the power to do it, but they're going to do it anyway. What do you mean? Like ATF can't pass a law? No, but they can 
who proposed rulemakings for regulations. Sure, yeah. But to... they're unenforceable, right? Uh, they could, they, uh, they, they... It, somebody's suing you to get it back off the books, which at that point in time, it's going to be millions of dollars of lawsuits all the way up to the Supreme Court yeah 10 years later Pres yeah. presumably if i were to guess they would make there would be some kind of rulemaking about how bump stocks are effectively a loophole or workaround in what is already existing federal law banning automatic weapons i don't know that that would be prudent though because it's still not an automatic weapon it's just no but they're going to outlaw anything they can the way they're writing the rule is that they're anything that can Increase the fire rate of a firearm. So your belt loop, ban those. That's the argument. Uh, my yeah. my finger can go faster than your finger. Right. Don't it Red Bull's got to be banned. The extra, the the millisecond of additional speed you get. So that's the the question is you know I I dislike it on constitutional grounds just yeah, because yeah. an elected body is all of a sudden creating law, yeah. but. I didn't know yeah. if you guys looked into any of that since you... Ten no, I haven't, but that know. makes me uneasy. I don't like you, any situation where people don't have to go through conventional government regulatory... Yeah, to do stuff. and I've said previously that I probably wouldn't much care if bump stocks were regulated and or banned, and, I, and to, truthfully, I probably wouldn't, but I do care about this method of doing it. This sounds... Uh, not particularly sound, but it's it's strange to me because I thought there was kind of bipartisan support in Congress to actually do this. I sort of expected them to do it. There so, wasn't enough in the house. Really? Hmm. And coming from somebody who works at the Vegas airport and dealt with people hmm. that witness things, I still don't like the, the fact that the ATF is going through this, but I am a gun owner, so. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it's uh, there. <laughs> You ban one of these things and there's a workaround to get the same effect by doing something else, which is generally what will, will probably happen. It does have to put up a notice of proposed rulemaking here soon. So if you want to voice your disagreement with the method of their doing such, it should be coming up in within the next month or so. Yeah. Yeah, this is um this this is stuff that people should think about because even if you agree with the outcome, you always have to think about the process. This is right. the same thing with DACA. I remember yeah. when you it was the week you were gone, Roaming Millennial and I were talking about this. But even if you are of the left and you like DACA as a policy, you really gotta be careful about whether you like it through executive action. Right. Because then you'll then you'll just bitch when Trump undoes it through executive exactly. action. Yeah. Don't erode the power of Congress. We should have these things done through Congress. Now the counter is Congress is largely ineffective in a bunch of uh, often jackasses who can't work together. Well, so the same I, thing with the FISA court too. Yeah. Like, do we want to have these unelected bodies outside of our government that are are really doing anything? Right. Uh, and the other, I, the, well, the biggest problem that somebody on one of the gun YouTube channels brought up is the fact of if the ATF can get away with this and somehow it gets held up through the court, what is to stop the next president that, is whatever from exceeding that with the EPA, with the FBI, with yeah. any given executive body. Exactly. It's a question of foresight. And again, a lot of people lack it. It's like, you might like this outcome, but what happens when you don't like the outcome? We have no and evidence the FBI has ever done anything autonomously. What are you talking about? There's just don't. not enough evidence. It's just not enough evidence. <laughs> okay. uh, we got to let you go, though. Thanks for calling. Just wanted to bring it up to everybody, let everybody know that this crap is happening. Even if you don't give a damn about guns, it, it still will matters. affect other things. Yep. Thanks, man. Thanks.
should do some of these super chats. Sure. Socket Pup Joe. Socket Socket Pups. Can I speak? Can I say words that I geez? Sock Puppet Joe. What are your thoughts on? I actually don't know anything about this either. Um, what are your thoughts on potential Ben Shapiro Jimmy Kimmel debate? Oh my god, I oh, would yeah, love that'd it. That'd be awesome. I, it's is not that gonna happen in though. the works or what? Uh I've seen it circulating Twitter because people want it to happen but it's have they been in some kind of beef or anything like that? um jimmy kimmel is always doing his bits on his show where he's like my son got a heart procedure so obamacare is good and then um and then ben rips him so ben has talked about kimmel a lot on his podcast i don't think kimmel has ever addressed shapiro directly to my knowledge maybe he has mm. but i i don't know I the origin used to be funny jimmy kimmel no, I've I mean, never not been a fan. Really funny, but like at least he didn't used to be an uptight wang. <laughs> I've never been a and, fan. Like, to be honest. Although, for, you know, the one sure. person who I did think was pretty hilarious, I don't even I don't even know if he's alive anymore. But I always liked Andy Milanakis, that chubby dude who was like forty, but he looked like a ten year old oh, boy. Oh yeah, I and he was about he him. was born out of the, his fame was born out of the Man Show, I believe. The Man Show. I forgot about he, all of this. Yeah, I used to kind of like it. Back in the day, I never watched the Man Show, but I watched Andy Milanakis because I it's thought it's a shame was... what happened to Jimmy Kimmel. Real, real shame. Um, TNT Cycles PDX, a Portland, Oregon City Council changing Stark Street to Harvey Milk Street. Stark was a city founder. Milk was a famously was famous was a famous gay that died somewhere. Uh, fuck, I hate this. Also, didn't Harvey he... Milk? I might be wrong about this, but I I have heard that he had a series of of affairs. The gay community likes to call it, with like. 13 to 15 year old boys no idea i don't know if that's necessarily true but i've heard it <laughs> and that's the standard for me too so uh, let me know <laughs> in the live chat if, if anybody can corroborate that uh sanctuary of monsters um how much to get you to watch all eight hours of nancy pelosi's daca speech oh no. no eight hours what are you talking about she gave an eight hour daca speech which what was she no, doing but i did see it broken out on tucker right before this and it was like it was like she, you could see her just her dementia deepening in okay. every second. It was really bad. Um, I didn't know it was eight hours, though. I don't know if that's true. I doubt that she was doing eight hour speech. Uh, Brandon Harris, no, no, thank you very much. Pied Piper 22, um, the JF distributist debate. JF insinuated that preferring people from the US culture circumstantially makes you a white nationalist. Thoughts? Uh, I don't think JF made that case. That seems inconsistent with everything that I know about him. Um, I don't think that that's true. I agree. I don't like the term with that. <laughs> Did I just talk through that sounder? It, it comes a few <laughs> seconds. Later. Well, that's my new sounder. I'm just saving it for when stuff I don't know what you're talking about. I, I I'm, agree I'm, with that. You know, Jean Francois Guillepier. See, I haven't watched. I haven't. I'll confess, I have not really watched the 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 Worski Blood Sports. I I, I just Jeff, I he's seen really it. smart. Really, really smart. I really like him. I like his channel. Um, he gets deep into the the data, which I really appreciate. So JF insinuated that preferring people from the U.S. culture circumstantially makes you a white nationalist. I'd like to hear that come out of his mouth. Somebody can corroborate that. Uh, that would also be great. Uh, last one for right now, Evan Patterson. Multiculturalism is ethno-masochism. Matt, you're a cuck. Blonde, answer your emails. Cheers from Kansas. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't like answering emails. But I don't want it. Uh, I do answer my emails to a fault, probably. Yeah, and I never do. And I'm also in charge of Beauty and the Beta email. So if you don't get your emails answered, don't blame Matt. Blame but me. also don't email me complaining about Blonde. Yeah. That, you can't do that because mm -hmm. I don't reply to those. I, or if I do, I say email Blonde. <laughs> Could. Yeah. Tattling to you. 
Um, Robert Atkinson, do you like striker or hammer fire? I actually don't know what either of those are. How many of our super chats are we like, what? Um, you, you keep Googling. Um, Bill McPherson, uh, BJJ oh, is humble. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. It's a, it's a gun reference, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Bill McPherson. And now I feel like an idiot. I was thinking like video games or something. It's okay, we don't, we don't post this show. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, BJJ is humbling, sweaty, suffocating, awful, exhausting pain. Boners aren't in play, but finger jitsu could be. <laughs> He's talking about getting a boner during jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Is that, okay, yeah, I forgot the reference already. Um, Bob God, Smith I'm on said, fire with understanding what they're talking about. Right I know. Here you We're go. 30, you guys. Come on. <laughs> Lower the bar. Lower the bar. Uh, Bob Smith said, one of you looks really great tonight. I'll assume that you mean Skag because he's wearing a hat. We all get real uncomfortable and Skag's not wearing a hat. Well, just for that, then I won't on Sunday. No! It's like seeing your teacher, I don't know, at the mall or something. It's weird. <laughs> right. uh, David Howard, Jimmy Kimmel hasn't been funny since he stopped enjoying Juggies. Is that the skit where he would grab people's boobs? Is that what you mean? I don't know. I haven't seen it. And then last one is from like Cindy pretty much Rochelle. everything. Uh, Cindy Rochelle, just because you guys rock. Thank you so much. We really well, appreciate you. that, Cindy. All right, we're good for now. Okay, big red beardly man. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hi. I'm pissed. Why? Uh-oh. Because I got called to a fucking McDonald's and I got to go fix it. Pissed. Right now, or what do you mean? Yeah, right now. Okay, so are you forfeiting your call? No, no, I'm not forfeiting my call. Oh. I'm on my way there. Oh, I see. <laughs> the, 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 the people that I called there, the fucking Mexicans, they can't answer simple questions because they don't speak English. We don't know. Okay, it, what is leaking? I don't know, jefe. Jeez. My goodness. You are riled up. I'm a little pissed because, A... It was five minutes to the end of my shift, and they fucking called in. Ah. Yeah, you got to get those English speakers, or it really, you know, gums up the works for everybody else. No, the McDonald's I'm going to, there is uh, more of a gold tooth count than I care to imagine. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look at Skag trying not to laugh, trying to maintain neutral facial expressions. <laughs> I, yeah, it's not funny at all. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, no, cue the cut comments about, in the live chat. Sorry about my rant, but uh, no, I wanted to talk about Trumpy Bear, but uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of got uh, derailed thanks to McDonald's. But uh, I, I, has Blonde seen the Trumpy Bear? I assume. You've seen Trumpy Bear, right? The commercial? Uh-uh. They were like these Trump teddy bears that they sold after the election. And they were called Trumpy Bears. No, no this is all news to me. Uh, yeah. The commercial is kind of who's the commercial the demographic is, for this. Who, who's the target? Um, I'm guessing like old grandmas, but not children. Probably not. I don't know. So there's a Trump teddy bear that was targeted not for children is what you're telling me. Yeah. And not only that, it had an American flag sewed into the back so you could run it up the flagpole. This is creepy. This all sounds I mean, I could, creepy. I could put it in the, the video share right now I'm if Googling you want to watch this. it. No, real I'm, quick. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. Well, I thought it was I thought it was a bad SNL skit when I first saw it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Wow. Um, here, hold on, hold on. Don't don't play it. I'll put it in the video share, and then um, we won't be able to. I can't share the video on screen, but we can listen to a little bit. You won't be able to hear us, but and Blonde will be able to hear me. I'll just play a little bit of it so you can see. You ready? Right. All right. The wind whispered through the forest. A storm is coming. You cannot and defeat this is for the real, storm. Right? Yes. Yeah, the yeah. trees rose a resounding voice. I fear nothing. 
I come when the trumpet sounds. I am the storm, the great American <laughs> grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the yeah. fearless, super plush American grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th. Okay, Flag I can get a flirt with this. Bay. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It goes on for two minutes, over. so I'm not going to play the whole thing. Come over. That's adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's to fund Democrats, then I'm out. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I think it was created. It was created by a uh, older lady for Trump's base. Is pretty much what it was. If I remember. Mm. Okay, this is endearing then. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wanted one just to have one. I thought about buying one. At yeah, one you could point, put it on your did. next to the Milo, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's kind of like how I thought about buying that camo camo maga hat when we were in Cleveland. Like, I kind of like some of those trinkets and stuff, but it's like ah, then I look like a, I don't want to look like a total partisan either. So. Yeah, you aren't. So yeah, why appear as such? I mean, you know, you you'd have to get you know tattoos, and you have to get put decals all over your car and say Team Realtree if you did that. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Any any last words? It always makes me sound like we're gonna kill the person when I say that. Yeah. Any last no words? Last I need words a final words. words. Need a gunshot sounder. No last words, mind you. But uh, <laughs> I hope you uh, enjoyed my rant about uh, having to go fix a broke ass McDonald's. I did. I know Skag did too. But you know, neutrality, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I yeah. I'll, here's what I've. I, I had tears I had of rage. Tears of that. rage. Oh. All right. Thanks, man. All Good right, luck. Fix fix that McDonald's. And, yeah, I'm um, going to. Hopefully, you get a free Big Mac or something. Mm. Oh God. I want McDonald's now. I went to. Uh, for some reason, I have a fast food affinity for Hardee's. I, I don't know why. I just think it's it's. They legit. have the beef and cheese, right? Or no? That's no, you're thinking Arby's. Arby's. We, I also like Arby's, but there's no Hardee's here in Bozeman. I had to go to Billings yesterday, so I went to Hardee's, and it was good. I'm sure everyone loved that story. <laughs> Excellent uh, work. This is yeah. the best show on YouTube. Darren is up next. <laughs> but I don't see Darren. So Darren, if you can hear me, uh, join. Oh, wait, no, there's Darren. False alarm, false alarm. Darren. Darren. Ooh, mute. Ooh, mute. I got it. Sorry. I was, <laughs> there's always a weird delay. Yeah, yeah. I was watching. I was waiting for it. Are you still coming through? Mm, five guys. Okay. Maybe. Oh boy, what's going on? Yeah, there's still yeah, some there's still audio some. feed. All right, you're gonna hear a weird noise, so hold on. Hold on. I did. I went to Five Guys last week too. Yeah, now we're good. Oh, five that's guys when gives you me about the you. food coma, yeah, right? That was Friday. I went to Five Guys, and Five Guys. I mean, it's slightly expensive. Oh, it's it's quite um, good. Can you have me hang out for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Five I can't guys. Hear you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> five Guys gives you an. Hey. I can hear you now. <laughs> Sorry, I could not hear you. <laughs> okay. okay, go ahead, Skag. Five guys say, gives you a what? Five guys. Five guys gives you. That's a weird place to stop. Five guys. Five guys gives you an insane amount of fries. Like yeah. nobody could finish them. The fries that Five Guys gives. But I love you, plus that they the have burger. vinegar and they're so salty. Mm, I have to have Five Guys now. Yeah. Is there? Do they have Five Guys in Seattle? do yeah i mean you I have to go seattle to had like a no chain a yeah doesn't them. isn't there like a no chain rule in seattle except for like starbucks or I something know. everything about the city sucks the city sucks <sighs> okay darren sorry to <laughs> that's fine i'm sorry i was really trying to be ready tonight uh but that's how that goes 
Uh, well, I hope both you guys are doing uh, well. Thanks for having me on. I was going to start off by trying to do a little bit of pandering, uh, solving a super superficial problem with a hypothetical solution. Uh, okay. And then maybe if we have time, then we'll move on to maybe something with some substance. But uh, so, so Blonde Fuhrer, we all know you hate football. And Matt, I'm pretty sure you would rather stab your eyes out with a rusty fork than watch Star Trek Next Generation. I've tried to get him to watch it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I just I've never watched it. So I, I can't say that I actually hate it. I just uh, know enough to know that it's communist propaganda. And I, I ain't right, nobody well, got time for that. And then we have what is the Deep Space Nine? We have like half the audience loves Deep Space Nine. I won't watch it because they're stationary. What's the point? It's about <laughs> intergalactic adventures, not about sitting on your own stationary spacecraft. It infuriates me. <laughs> well, here's my solution. I was thinking we could put them all in like some old timey football gear, and then we could have them all like you know duke it out on the gridiron. Matt's at you know Matt's happy. Everyone's happy. You know and we, we create a holodeck program whereby all these aliens can kick the shit out of each other in football gear. Okay, right, I'm we, I'm game. We can call it. Yeah, super. I mean, this sounds like a an analogous situation in which you take two, let's say, cultures that have nothing in common and put them together to uh, to bind along uh, their their hatred of each other's enjoyed <laughs> things and surely it's all gonna work right i, I don't know. know i think that star trek is probably more up your alley now than it's up my alley because it's all this you know sharing and fairness and equality <laughs> nonsense which really sounds like your wheelhouse when have i ever advocated for like equality of outcome or any i didn't say anything so. about equality of outcome i'm talking about like alien equality I'm talking. I believe in the fair application of rules. Do I yeah. believe in? Yeah, do I believe like, in? You like commie Star Trek? You like it? No, I don't think. It, I don't think it's fair to characterize me as a communist at all. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. <laughs> Just you know, busting your chops a little bit. We're we're taking up your three minutes. Sorry, dude. What's up? Uh, well, actually, I was wondering if you guys had come across a news article I found on What a Finger. It was about a law enforcement officer who had got kicked out of a gun-free zone. I did. Yeah. You did. Was, was he on duty or what do you mean? He was just, uh, he was an off duty officer carrying or what? No, he was in uniform and he was hmm. having dinner there with his wife. And like, I think he was, a, was he a cop? I thought he was like a security guard or something like that. Uh, I don't think he was an actual, he's a law enforcement. I think he was a wildlife ranger or something. I don't yeah, think he some, was yeah, an actual right. cop, it, but he was law enforcement in uniform and he had a sidearm. And so, you know, he's trying to have dinner with his wife. And the manager, like someone complained, you know, so the manager came over, asked him to put his gun in his truck. And he says, no, I can't do that because I'm in uniform. And so, yeah, she, the manager like goes off, makes a phone call. But apparently one of the uh, other patrons there, she said, you know, I'm in fear for my life. She says she was in fear for her life because the cops are out here shooting people and she wanted to be escorted to her vehicle. And it was just, I don't know. I thought it was totally absurd. That is uh, absurd. <laughs> I bet it wasn't a white chick. I this was a. Well, did you say this was an yeah. Outback Steakhouse? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's not missing anything. <laughs> Outback Steakhouse is terrible. <laughs> I like their blooming onions or whatever. No, no. <laughs> Even those are terrible. Okay, that's okay, fine. Have you ever had? Okay, the I'm last time right. I had one. I think I told this story before. The last time I went to an Outback, I stayed at a hotel with my dad, actually in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, your favorite, uh, your, your future home. And I stayed at a hotel there. And the key, the key card at the hotel said free blooming onion at the Outback next door. And I thought, yes. well, sweet. Let's go over there and get a free blooming onion. <laughs> so we went over there. But the blooming onion was like soggy. Oh, you did tell me the story. Yeah, That's it, right. was, it was awful. I mean, I, I had high expectations because when have you... It, how frequently do you have bad onion rings? Very rarely. Onion rings are pretty universally good. Yeah. All they have to do, just make them crispy. Nobody wants soggy onions. Yeah. This was, yeah. This, this is totally tangential. We got a, we got a bigger thing to talk about here. It's bullshit that officer was removed. 
this chick that's like, cops be shooting people all the time. I read that quote and I was like, what? Wait, is that a direct quote? Cops the direct be shooting quote was people? like, there was some ebonic inflection to it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too hard to connect the dots. Yeah, okay. I mean, so yeah, they didn't say that she was black in there in the in the article, obviously. But I don't think some white chick is going to be like, I'm afraid for my life because cops are shooting white people all the time. That's well, that's not really the narrative that they're pushing. You know? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just so outrageous. If I were that guy, I'd be like, shot. that outback. I, I've heard they've been getting some shit. So. Well, supposedly, yeah, he like the the real manager and the actual maybe regional manager, whatever, you know, apologize left and right to this guy. But, you know, what do you expect to stop pandering to minority groups? Oh, my God. Everybody just yeah. stop doing it. We don't have to do this anymore. It seems like <sighs> the culture is really trying to, like, cater to the lowest common denominator. And it just it drives me nuts. So, yeah, yep, I I'm hear sure you. My, I'm sure, my three minutes is up. But uh, sorry, thanks. we hijacked your call. Thanks, thanks for calling, man. dude. Everybody. Have a good night. Should probably do some. Let me let me reload this. My computer's running really hot. All right. We do you still use that MacBook time. Air? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I got a desktop. I just never use it because I like yeah, to yeah. edit on for the editing. trackpad. I like you it. edit on the MacBook Air? I do. And Are I you like fucking to, insane? I have really thin little fingers and I like to use You You prefer to edit on a trackpad. I don't with know like what a, to tell you. What's it's the resolution on the screen? Like 1280 by 720 It's not or great, okay? I just like doing it. You have, way. does that, does that iMac have a 4K display too? Uh, yeah. You prefer to edit on this tiny 13-inch MacBook with a trackpad over a 4K display with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, Are you I kidding me? I can recline while editing, too. That's oh, yeah. That's probably why you never upload videos, because it takes <laughs> like two weeks to edit them. No, my editing goes really fast. I always do it an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. I bet. No, I bet no. It's the fast. edit. It's the filming that takes <laughs> me just for I'll have like two hours of footage of me just being like, get it together, bitch. You've done this take a million times. God. All right. Let me read some of these. Travis Teal, um, Matt, please refer to previous question. Maybe boring. Are there people as equally influential and persuasive in the left as there are on the right, i.e. a leftist Jordan Peterson? Need something to read or study? Uh, in my mind, no. Um, I can't think of a single person, to be honest. You could argue maybe Sam Harris, but I think Sam Harris is probably more influential for non-political things than political. Um trying to think of other names maybe like some retarded arguments and he's wrapped up in his own set of identity politics maybe like a i mean i just got done listening to um brett weinstein and eric weinstein on the rubin report that might but they again they're known for mathematics and biology they'll dabble in politics but i guess it's i mean i guess the jordan peterson analogy and jordan peterson i would say is jordan peterson he's center right i mean he's center yeah center right he's um but but Jordan Peterson, I guess, is a psychologist. So maybe the analogy would be the Weinsteins for mathematics and biology. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's any. I I don't follow or listen to anybody who I would consider of the progressive left, not libertarians, progressive yeah. left, who I consider to be intellectually honest and influential oh, on the level. Oh, H. A. But- Goodman. Yeah. Actually, I don't follow that person. AJ Goodman has a great YouTube channel. He's full on the left. He voted for Obama twice. Now he's more of a libertarian orientation. I think he voted for Jill Stein, but he has excellent breakdowns. Jill of, Stein's no libertarian. I mean, what could you do in the last election if you weren't going to vote for Trump? I mean, options were limited. Um, he's come further right, but I think Aleppo? he's still on the left. But yeah, what is Aleppo? What are you going to do? Uh, but he's of the libertarian p- persuasion. I'm, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to miscategorize him, but I do believe that he's still on the left. Um, so yeah, check out his channel. Uh, Brandon Harris. Uh, Andy Mill is still alive. He actually streams on Twitch. 
Andy Mill. I don't even know who that is. What? Who's Andy Mill? Andy Millen. Oh, Andy Millenakis. Yeah. Andy Millenakis. Maybe. I mean, I assume he's not in that high demand anymore. Maybe I could get Andy on the show. I'd be fine about that. Uh, Blippity Blue. Hey, guys, I checked out the Sargon Richard Spencer debate. It was great. Sargon looked like a little bitch. And Spencer is and intriguing, albeit unreasonable guy. It was great finally getting his perspective. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. I, I liked watching it. Um, let's see. Wolfcat, Wildcat, Social Justice Warriors are melting my brain cells. I hear that. Sock Puppet Joe. Chelsea Handler just tweeted that she wants to sleep with a Republican in effort of bipartisanship. Any involuntary <laughs> I mean, I guess I should sign up at this point, probably. I mean, whatever. I mean, isn't she like 50? <laughs> she's old. She's old and crazy. So that violates and a couple of rules. she's had multiple abortions. So. Yeah, that violates like three rules right off the top. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody I can think of on the right that would even pity bang her or do it for the greater good. I mean. But what greater good would possibly be achieved? You thinking that she maybe... could like be red-pilled by it or something? It's the lazy green effect. It's just sometimes it doesn't work for like fifty-year-old chicks. I don't. A think. conservative peen can really turn a damaged ship around. Is all I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe one patriot will rise to to correct this course. Ain't gonna be me. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Hard pass. Uh, dangerous spaces. Jimmy Kimmel said that all talk show hosts are liberals because oh, that's right. Because you have to be smart to do it. So Ben is offered to debate him for charity. I watched the stuff. Oh, Melody is video that that's totally the nature that. of the debate? Yeah. Yes. Yes. He did say. Um, well, all the people on the right, uh, just they just can't, they just aren't smart enough to do this job. What an unfortunate um, world to live in, to live in that world where you legitimately believe that the people who disagree with you disagree with you on the basis that they're dumber than you. Yeah, and it's okay to take that position, but like James Damore is some kind of monster for suggesting for just suggesting that men and women make different life choices. Yeah. It's like, how can you simultaneously believe that all conservatives are retarded, can't make it in, you know, fields like acting, which is just filled with retards. You can be so, so dumb and do that. Um, it but violates, think that James um, Damore is a monster. It, and it violates Jordan, one of Jordan Peterson's rules. Assume the person you're talking to knows something you don't. I do think that's an important thing to do. Yeah. They might be dumb. They, they might be dumb, but I don't think you should assume dumb. I For don't anyone, know. Really. I mean, it's hard not to assume dumb. You talk to tons of people uh, on, the, on the left. Like, don't you just assume at this point? Like, I feel like if you're still espousing leftist views, you must be pretty dumb at this point. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I assign stupidity. I think what I... What I often attribute to it is is like um, group psychology. You know what I mean? I don't know a ton about that. But the desire to fit in, the desire to belong, to to espouse conservative or libertarian viewpoints these days is very socially alienating. Yeah. So I think, you know, people just tow these, uh, these talking points, leftist talking points, because that's kind of the dominant culture, especially in young people. But conformity in that way, that, that sounds like it could be an element of stupidity as well. Maybe, but I think there are a lot of people and I don't really blame them. They'd rather have social stability than, than think about complex problems. Well, then that's weakness. And that's another problem that I have with the outside of stupidity. This is just as a second problem. Yeah. But I'm talking about a lot of young people too. I mean, I get it. I'm not saying it's right, but I get it. And everybody needs to stop being pussy about this. (laughs) Grow up. Um, Liberative said bets in the first Washington Dem to jump ship on the memo stuff and try to hold the FBI and Obama admin accountable. Shit. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like everyone is going down with the ship. I've even heard some Republicans say some ridiculous stuff about this. 
Um, who's a sensible Democrat that might that might be reasonable about this? I, I can't even answer that. Oh, um, I mean, what, we were talking a little bit about it on Sunday with the State of the Union. The I think that the Democratic Party has a leadership void right now, but I don't think they necessarily have a unity void. Like they are remarkably unified on pretty much everything. And I don't know yeah. if that's top down directive or if they're all just it's that anti-Trump, Trump derangement syndrome hive mind. Yeah. But yeah, but there's no there's not a lot of um. It's not going to be uh, I almost said Peter Schiff. It's not going to be uh, Adam Schiff or Nancy Pelosi. That's for sure. Nancy Pelosi died 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's just her animated corpse. She's just a, a marionette puppet at this point. Um, SB is the last one we'll do right now, and then we'll circle back for everybody else. Just switched over from Andy Worski, Nick Fuentes, arguing Halsey English over the JQ. Really interesting. Oh Can't stick around till the end, but I hope this $10 uh, keeps you both drunk and stoned. Thank you for that. I didn't <laughs> well, know thanks. that they were streaming right now. That sucks that we're going up against a Worski stream. They're always doing great. Hey, what can you do? I, the I, Roosh I, uh, one yesterday at one point, I think it had 5,000 live viewers. Jeez, man. Yeah, Andy's crushing it. I yeah, I, totally. I, am always very happy when someone finds their niche in this realm. You know what I mean? When someone finds like what they're supposed to do yeah. and they find, they find success. It's always really cool to see. Um, okay, we'll come back for these other ones. Let's talk to Colonel Failure. Hey, look, this is a weird spelled word that I read correctly. Colonel fa- Failure, not Colonel, colonel. Failure. I yeah. see. I mean, why is it spelled that way? It makes no sense. I don't know, but I know this one, unlike Yarmulk and um, Epitome. I only take responsibility for one of those. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said both. Good. Hey, Colonel. You there? <laughs> He's like, that's not me. Okay, let's try. Let's try Nizzle. Nizzle's mic is muted, but uh, you guys can chime in whenever you're ready. Silver screen will be up next. Hmm. Live chat's extra funny tonight. Thank you, guys. Oh, we got a mic unmuted, maybe. I can keep doing super chats if you want. Yeah, this is Nizzle. Oh, there we go. Hi. There we go. What's up, man? Can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can. Cool. Sorry, I had a little echo going. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about uh, dating dating single moms and how there Ooh. seems to be on. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're in the, in the dating world. and the, there seems to be from the, the right, a just kind of a, a complete avoidance of single moms altogether. And I just wanted to see where either, either of you were at on. Oh man. On it's idea. as though you're, you're plugged in. I know this is, this is, I'd uh, love to talk about this. Um, I will say I've been really tough on single moms in my channel. This does not apply to widows. Uh, and it doesn't apply to men that are single dads. If you're a single dad, you know, you're going to have to lower your standards here and entertain dating single moms. I mean, you have no right to be like, no single moms if you also are in the same situation. Um, but generally, I, I just think that nobody really, even if they act like they, they are okay with it, nobody wants to put their resources into another man's child. I mean, why would you? And then you have kids with this woman you're going to love your kids more than somebody else's kids. So you've immediately created a dysfunctional family situation. I mean, there's a fire. You're going to get your biological children first, not this other man's kid. I mean, let's all be real here. Nobody wants to raise a kid that's not theirs. Um, And so I think that's really going to complicate elements of your relationship. I mean, why would you do that unless your sexual market value is so low that you have to entertain single moms? Skag? They're... they're 
as someone who is is shopping, of course, as we talk about a lot, there are a staggering amount it is of crazy. women in their twenties who are single yeah. moms. It, it's it's I can't believe how many there are, and uh, and it's not something that I am willing to entertain for the reasons that Blonde described. Like live yeah. you live your life however you want to live it of course do whatever you want to do on the terms that you want i don't care but yeah the idea of taking care of someone else's child to me is a non-starter i'm not going to do it mm-hmm. um absent maybe insane circumstances like you talked about where it's yeah. like a widow thing or, or something and it's but, it's a really dangerous situation for a man to get in because the woman has already proven herself irresponsible as far as choosing mates are concerned. And so you know she's irresponsible. You know she's sexually irresponsible. Um, and then what happens when your relationship goes south? What if you're, you end up being financially responsible in perpetuity for another man's child? That's yeah. a fucking nightmare. So so walk us back off the cliff if you feel so inclined, Nizzle. If we if you feel like <laughs> we're try. That, that, too hard on the single moms, because I will say for sure, I'll grant we are both like uh, for me, single mom deal breaker. I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm out. I'm not doing yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I can, I guess, try and argue to just be op- a little more open to the idea. I think the the sense that they've shown that they, um, I forget how you phrase a blonde, but but just that they can be reliable or, or that there's a lot of single moms that, you know, they were 18 to 22. They had their panties charmed off by some douchebag, and that it resulted in a kid. And, you know, five to eight years later, they've learned a lot more about themselves and the men they're looking for. And that, you know, how do all of us want to be held to some of the stupid things, do all of us want to be held for a lifetime uh, on the stupid things that we did when we were eighteen to twenty? Well, it depends on if you made a decision when you were eighteen that you had to deal with for the rest of your life. We've all made horrible decisions when we were younger, especially in this degenerate culture. It's just a matter of whether or not you can rectify those things. And having a child out of wedlock when you're twenty, I mean, that's a decision that you'll carry yeah. with you for the rest of your and, life. And the and the question too, and the question too is not just. Right. Do I accept it? Like, would I be friends with a single mom? Sure. Yeah, I don't have too. problems yeah, with I that. Care. I don't, I, do I think that they're, it's not, it's not about like judgment per se. It's about what I'm willing to subject myself to, right. you know, right, like right. the responsibility that I'm willing to take for myself and someone else's child is just not part of the responsibility I'm willing to accept. So someone in the live chat, uh, Jean de Valette just said, according to blonde, all women should abort or give up their kids for adoption. If the father is an unreliable fuck, why are you getting pregnant by a man that's an unreliable fuck. Why am I the one? I don't think that women should have abortions. I think that women should control their sexual behavior and stop fucking guys that are going to abandon them. Stop this this alpha banging, the seeking out alpha men banging them and being like, oh, he doesn't love me. He's gonna abandon me. Don't bang that guy. That's all I want. That, um, and yeah, that, if you if you if you're in that situation and you ha- you are going to be a single mom, yeah, your kid will do better if they're adopted to a two parent family. That's just a fact. Look, I, I completely agree with that part of the uh, women making this regard men that they're seeking and uh, how they're they're vetting their their dating life and their protection regarding um, sexual encounters. I I think I, I just my hope is that there can be some men that might be open to it and and because my here's my my concern. My concern is a couple things. 
if there aren't some good conservative men that are open to helping raise children that are already born, um, then it's going to be left to the government and yeah, spineless yeah. little beta male. That's that's and, true. But those men uh, that are like in the top ten percent of men, uh, I think society would be better off if they just took on a young wife and had a bunch of their own children instead of trying to mash together these patchwork families and try to deal with some other bitch's problem. I mean, why would any man of high value do that? Why would a real alpha male be like, oh, I'm going to take care of this other man's kid? No man of high quality is actually going to want to do that. He might say that he will, but nobody really wants to. Yeah. And it, it, there's also the complicating factor of when the man in question, the, the biological father in question, what about is him? a medium quality man who still has, say, joint custody and is like a what part of this. What if he's a this... poor quality man and it's from, it's the result of like her banging some jailbird and then you've got some jailbird in your life dealing with his kid that you're raising and he's going to yeah, be I... rightfully suspicious of you right. always. Yeah. I just, you know? the yeah, it's not can, only the, yeah, sorry. You go can ahead. shut him up by teaching his son how to be an actual man. I mean, how, I, I think yeah, but just, what I right kind of do like, you what, had to teach somebody else's son anything? I mean, if he intervened, he'd be totally well within his rights. It'd be like, you're not going to teach my son that, you know? And, and that's what you're dealing with when you have these patchwork families. Yeah, it, it, it gets very complicated and very messy. And I'd, I'd much rather us have a, uh, go back to a, a sense of strong families, united um, raising good children. I just, I, I think that when, that there might be some guys out there who are open to it and then maybe kind of hear these messages of like, oh, here's how damaged these women are. And when they could turn out to be some, some good dads and, and help some young kids. Yeah, but that's just an argument to try to trap them. them into something. You know, th what they're doing is they're thinking, maybe I could do this. And then they're finding out more information, what this is actually going to entail. And they're like, no, I'm out. I want people to be making life decisions, operating with all the information that they have. And Absolutely. men need to know that they're going to ruin their lives if they marry single moms. This is not a definite. I, I think if they, don't, if they don't get all the information, they don't have a good vetting process. And that's regardless if the woman has children or not, that what you going into a relationship with as much information as you have, knowing the other person, knowing yourself in that relationship hmm. and that yeah, yeah. Th there's a potential for things to get really messy, but that's true. That's true. Um, I don't want to cut you off. We've gone like way beyond. Yeah, we, we definitely but, but I do want to say, I do want to say yeah. women that have children. I mean, D Gavin McKinnis talks about this a little bit. It's like, what are they supposed to do? I mean, y if you're a single mom, you're a bad, you're going to be a bad parent. You need a man to help you. You do. Oh, absolutely. Y you can love your kid and everybody's like, every I get single moms in my comments all the time. Like I love my kids so much. Loving your kid a bunch and being a good parent, those aren't the same thing. And you oh, need yeah. a man to help you, especially when your, kid, your kids get older and they don't listen to you anymore. So these Absolutely. single moms, I mean, th their kids need to be raised by a man. So I see the case for getting remarried, but I'm just saying that men of high quality are under no obligation to take care of some slut's oh. problem, you know? No, no, no obligation whatsoever. Yeah. But we like hearing we, differing perspectives. So thanks. Yeah, for no, you can tell we went long because we we care we about care, this. and we talk about this all yeah. the time. You know, yeah. Uh, so good. appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's interesting. All right, take care. Silver screens. Like, damn, they unloaded on me. Well, it's um. It's I a suspect hot that's a, and I suspect about. that's the unpopular position to take with our crowd too. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know if people have thoughts on it. I'm kind of interested because this is something that I confront. And this is, I mean, as I said, I've set up a personal deal breaker rule for me. I don't have a long list of rules, but that's one. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the worst hello. thing that, hello. 
Ooh, is this a female caller? Sorry, did you want one word? <laughs> before we oh no i'm just saying like the worst thing that a, a man an unattached man can do especially in his you know 20s and 30s when he's developing wealth is to attach himself to a situation where he's going to be bleeding money like Agreed. forever i mean that's Agreed. a really dangerous thing to do sorry about that what's up hey guys hi i think this is my first time calling in well, um, thank you. Hey, ladies <laughs> I'm not going to talk about makeup or Arby's <laughs> or some bullshit. Um, <laughs> we can talk about Arby's. I like Arby's. They have no, curly fries like in the best shape already. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I mentioned something about like the low income housing maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, I wanted to actually get into that about how that's actually personally affected my life. Sure. Um, yeah. I actually work for low income housing, unfortunately. What, what does um, that mean when you say you work for it? Like you manage the property or what do you do? Um, I manage like all the paperwork. I meet with the clients and I put them in the apartments that they okay. want to be in. Um, and actually, it's unfortunate, but I put some guy in there maybe two months ago and he's actually started like kind of stalking me. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Is he like, is he following you? Is he showing up to your well place of work or your house or? Um, sending massive amounts of like letters to my workplace. Ooh. Physical letters like by mail or what? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. That's not good. That's Are these love real letters? Creepy. Real creepy. Oh no, I'm intrigued. Super creepy. I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, you should be. Um, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Are they love letters? Are they like, I'm coming for you? Or Are they threatening? Yeah. Are they made um, with like random magazine cutouts or what are we talking about here? So I actually didn't read the letters. Like my boss kind of goes over all that stuff. But they're sent um, to you specifically. Yes. Aren't okay. you burning with curiosity? Oh, I think I, I started reading one of them and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just quit on the spot if I read this. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, creepy. But, I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of led me to believe, you know, I have no more patience for this type of stuff anymore. I need a career change. Huh. Um, so now I'm like, God, what am I supposed to do? Um, you know, cause my, my degree is in psychology. You're, you're kind of stuck, you know, in social work. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Our generation, we, we have like a, a hustle environment, like economic system right now. And so I know a lot of people that just have three or four different streams of income from, you know, Bitcoin mining, from doing freelance work, things like that. And they have a wide variety of degrees. Some of them are legitimately engineers. Some of them didn't graduate from high school. So I think it's become less and less important, like what your degree is in as far as boxing you into a certain career is concerned. Yeah, that's true. I, I spent a massive amount of time like applying to jobs today and stuff. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to deal with the, the yeah. whole client stuff anymore. So yeah. I always feel but, wildly out of place in terms of like career advice. Cause both of us took incredibly reckless, made yeah. incredibly reckless choices that I would not advise anybody to we do. We had stable jobs at, you know, like pensions and shit. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. And we but, were like, let's um, quit but, all this. And just do YouTube. It's cool. But I, th <laughs> but I think Plon's right. Like, I think there's uh there's, I think the lesson from our experience is there is opportunity for creativity in finding revenue streams where you, or even creating revenue streams where you might not think they exist. It doesn't mean that you can create a full-time job necessarily, but you can create yeah. money in creative ways. I don't really know how to explain that, but um, 
You know what really helped me reading the, I, I hate suggesting this to people because it's such cliche advice, but reading the four hour work week um, hmm. gave me a lot of really good ideas about how to diversify my income stream. And I've been able to do that and then, and then work from home. So that's been a big perk and nobody stalks me yet. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. the, the aim for everybody is like being in full control of your own life. You know, like if you can find a way to be your own boss, if you can find a way to manage yeah. your own yeah. everything and there are different or maybe manage yourself in part, there are different ways to do that. And I guess I wish I had better advice on that, but it's like, if you can create a situation in which you have a stable minimum that you can get by on yeah. in minimum terms and kind of take gambles on the side, you That's never know ideal. what happens to work out, you know? Right. So don't be afraid of a little risk taking, I guess is what right, I'd say. Definitely. I hope we were kind of helpful. I know that was all really vague advice. Yeah. And I mean, I thought about, I'm like, damn, I should probably do a video about all, you know, the low income housing, working with the mentally ill, all that stuff. I mean, it would just be, you know, a well, little eye-opening for people. <laughs> this. Do you do you know how much money letter writer guy makes? Is he is he wealthy? Um, you, could, you could marry into wealth there, maybe. Oh, I don't know. No, he's Section Eight, right? <laughs> yes, oh yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, he goes to the. That's right. Well, no, no, maybe it's Skag, all a ruse. Maybe it's all a ruse to try to get to her. You know. Uh, super mentally ill. So. Oh no! Oh, this okay. sounds yeah. scary. Well, I hope that yeah. you're in a state that allows you to have a gun, but I'm sure your job does no. not allow that. No rats. Well, carry some bear mace <laughs> on your hip. That's that's yeah. some crazy shit. We do have to so. let you go though. People are bitching about this in the live chat. Six, three minutes <laughs> oh. up. Blonde yeah, <laughs> keeps the clock. Don't play with me. Thanks hey, a lot. Hey, a woman Appreciate called. It. This is an extraordinary thing. That's true. We have to. Yeah, affirmative action. You get double time. Yeah, totally. Thanks for calling. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. What a nice voice. That was nice. That yeah, she does have a nice voice. Stands up next. Yay. Oof. I don't know why I sit on the ground. Ugh. Hey, Stan. Hey, good evening. So uh, first off, Blonde, I do appreciate that you don't consider my two or three me emails a week to be stalking. I do appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> oh, <no>. that <laughs> I'm like, okay, she doesn't stalk her. That's good to know. Um, no, but it's only because I don't check my emails, so I didn't know that you were emailing me. So <laughs> now everybody knows Stan's a stalker. God. Damn it. Well, that's not really. That's a, his own yeah. fault. He yeah, that that say that, that's, that's not exactly a newsflash. Um, <laughs> you know, in, in more evidence that uh, liberalism kills people, Chelsea Handler's only 42. You're um, kidding me. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that is like, wow. Wow. You... She is 12 years younger than Ann Coulter. Yeah. Wow. That bag of bones is aging really well. You know, Ann Coulter is very skeletal and pointy, but she, yeah, she doesn't look that bad. I would have guessed younger. Okay, but your bias against pointy women is insane. She's the pointiest. <laughs> Name someone pointier. I mean, she is. Her she elbows. She could slit your she throat with her like, elbows. Yeah. Just. yeah, and that chin, yeah. like literally, like, you know, she could just go in and just... just literally spear you in the side of the neck with that chin <laughs> and I, i'm that's not a shot at ann i, I like ann even though ann <laughs> occasionally gets too cold-hearted on twitter for me like no. that what did she say about uh oh, the kennedy's the kennedy that one she oof. said um she <sighs> said joe kennedy oh, yeah, his yeah. dad was the <laughs> one that paralyzed a woman not the one that was addicted not to heroin, addicted to heroin. <laughs> god she's oh, my yeah. favorite how can how can stuff like that not warm i know she's your, your spirit mom I she know. is i just i want to be her and I want her to be my so mom and speaking, my sister and me. I, I love her. 
Speaking of saving time, though, we're we're stealing stance. Yeah, it's that's okay. all right. No, I mean, I, I just I actually just took some notes uh, about the you know most of the show tonight. What I was going to talk about, like I don't want to talk about that because it makes me irritated. Um, uh, you know, yeah, and, and you know, with Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, he said that uh, you know the late night hosts are all liberal because it requires a level of intelligence to which Ben Shapiro replied, you know, late night hosts who fed, you know careers that ooze intelligence late night host who says funny things writers write for him so that's what yeah. really kind of you know it, it did you know kick that off blonde i would gladly send you a uh you know so a donation if we could get a, a some of your get it together bitch video clips and put them all into a montage oh no uh, <laughs> it'll be too much bitch for people jeez like a, and like, like especially on the wednesday show i'll just say whatever because i know it doesn't go back I shouldn't even tell people this because then they'll start reviewing all that. So never mind. Well, no, it's re if you want truly unfiltered blonde, you got to listen to this show on the, show. on the audio platforms, yeah. iTunes, Google play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, <laughs> which if you're hearing me say this, odds are you're listening to it there anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's really bad. It's bad. But, um, and, and, and honestly, real quick, the thing I really did want to, I don't know if you, if you heard about this NFL player that was killed by the, yeah, yeah. I saw you yeah. uploaded about that. We'll talk yes. about it on Sunday. Good, because this is a, a, a just an absolute infuriating situation. Nobody is freaking talking about it. I know. And, and I haven't heard like, anything on mainstream media outside of Fox. I've seen some Nothing. covers that say killed by drunk driver. Yes. Which is and in true. In fact, I just saw, you know, Yahoo uploaded a thing saying he was killed, you know, allegedly by an immigrant. And then the next page, who was here illegally. Yeah. No, he's illegally here, you know. Twice deported. Twice, twice deported, you know, and... His de his defense lawyer. He's really confused. Oh, boo! Fucking who? Exactly. If we just deport him uh -huh. instead of putting him in jail, I mean, it's a no win situation because if we deport him, he gets off scot free. If he goes into our jail system, it's going to cost the taxpayers a fuckload of money. Someone just needs to shoot this guy on sight and take care of this. <laughs> it's just, it, it's just, you know. And Matt, you know, I've, I've I agree we talked about this Michael Bennett thing. Much play that got, which turned out to be he was a fucking liar. Yeah, he like, is. This, this is getting zero play like espn has talked more about you know the guy getting benched by bill belichick than this guy literally being yeah, murdered yeah. No, i really it, thought they, I, they would have to talk about this i had heard is this true you, you've looked at it more than i have stan i had heard that edwin jackson the player who was killed took an uber specifically because he was drinking like he did the right yeah. thing well he got he out on the, on the side of the highway because he was puking i think because he was drunk yeah and then wow. the driver got out with him pulled over the side of right. the road and this guy were they hit when they were stopped or were they they were hit yes. when they were outside of the car stopped yeah oh yes they were outside of the car and they still got killed both of yes. them killed instantly on impact yeah and then this he drove to... off and he got captured so like he basically later. ran them both over clean at high speed yeah. then yes jesus christ yeah. yeah it's 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 a fucking disgrace that it's like and it's like this is a black guy where are your black lives matter people you i know when, i was talking to a criminal get shot you know, I was but, like, they're going to have to talk about this, right? It's like, it's a nope. black dude. He's in the NFL. They're going to have to talk about it. And Skag's like, nope. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, they are. And not a peep. He was totally no, right. And he wasn't, and he wasn't a bad guy either. It's like he, he wasn't arrested. He didn't get in trouble. It, it, he was it, taking an Uber when he was drunk instead of driving home. The exactly. grand irony of this is he probably would have made it home safely if he would have driven drunk. If oh, Jesus. Like, Sadly. good God. Ugh. But. 
Drunk anyway, driving so is safer was... than our immigration policy. <laughs> that's that's sad. So anyway, that was my stuff. And by the way, blonde, uh, you saying I have I have to have five guys now? Not a good thing to say. <laughs> oh, this yeah. kind of a thing, you know. Just I understand the point, but you you know this. The, Why did they the call podcast. it Five Guys? It it just opens it up for so much sexual innuendo. And all I want to exactly. do is eat a delicious burger. Okay, God. A delicious burger. I know why they call it Five too, Guys. Too many and too many fries. I agree, Matt. Yeah, but they're okay, okay. but they're delicious. So <laughs> can I ever want? Can I? I'll talk you know why they call it Five Guys? Why? Because Five Guys started it? It's funny and true. <laughs> you, were, you were reckless with the rim shots. Reckless. Later, Stan. Bye, Stan. Good night. We should probably do some of these gajillion super chats. Yeah, we got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more patron callers to try to get through, too. So. Okay. Uh, we're probably not going to take any non-patron callers tonight, guys. Because we do have two emailer questions as well. Yes. So if you were a non-patron caller waiting, probably shouldn't wait. Um, okay, let's do a few more of these. Opinions hurt. Blonde TNG is the only Star Trek that matters. My wife and I are struggling to conceive. I wish you luck. Matt, I'm about 1,500 kilometers north of you. Drink real beer. Football sucks. Keep up the great work. Uh, thank Jeez. you for that. And best luck uh, on with conceiving your child. Um, I'm not dignifying that with a response. That was too mean. What? Why? Bad luck with conceiving your child. <laughs> no, You're I'm a monster. I'm not, just kidding. God. Uh, and 1,500 kilometers. This is some Canadian crap anyway. I don't have to respect them. How many? Your, your prime minister says people kind. Leave me alone. That was the gayest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> when I was listening to that, I was like, what? And I love how the, the yeah. room of women just up, uproars and, and applause after he says that. Like, oh, good yeah. for you, Trudeau. It's like, God. The- I actually have no reference for how far 1,500 kilometers is. Neither do. I have no idea how many miles I would it guess, is. what is that, like 700 miles? I don't know. Mm. Um, Chicago conservative. Hey, blonde, want to start putting out content again, or are you already done with that? Also, Star Trek sucks ass. Um, it's only been a week since I put out my last video. Yeah, I'll I'll do content something something later. Shut up, Chicago conservative. Your city sucks. Um, Evan Patterson said, "Comrade <laughs> Skag liberates the proletariat across the galaxy." <laughs> I like it. I, I'm not the one who likes intergalactic communist propaganda yeah, and he would about? be a low-ranking official he wouldn't even get into starfleet i don't even know what that means good. that's how yeah that is good h kitty v says or five um female listener here blonde payback for all the football sports talk we had to endure this last season and while guys are listening what is your skincare regimen and what makeup do you frequently use okay um, I do a korean look at look at him he's already bored i do a korean skincare regimen it has 10 steps and it starts in the morning and I almost never wear makeup unless I'm filming. And let's see, I use Tarte Shape Tape Concealer and then there's this good tubing mascara that I've been really liking lately. Um, yeah, yeah that, that's pretty much it. That's all the good ones. And then I use this like tinted blush that I also put on my lips and a little highlighter. Yeah. Awesome. Thank I you. Use, um, hold on. Uh <laughs> Blistex Fruit Smoothies Berry Explosion Chapstick, SPF 15. That's all he needs for that Just beautiful mug. If you're wondering. <laughs> Thank you for that. I really appreciate it, Kitty. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Rochelle, Outback apologized, gave the dude a $100 gift card. Outback said they would allow open carry in for ununiformed or for uniformed uh, officers. That incident was a mistake. By the way, Jill Stein, not a libertarian. Uh, yeah, I know she's not really a libertarian. But. She's one of those green party. Whatever happened to her, like, I guess it just died. Remember when she was, like, basically doing the recount effort for Hillary? Wow, I totally forgot about that. It's amazing how news from, you know, not that long ago feels like it was just. I mean, that's a yeah. year ago now, but it just it went nowhere, you know? 
Um, let's see. Dangerous Spaces said the 2016 U.S. Census counted nearly 43 million black people. 266, 266 black people were shot by police that year. This is not some epidemic. It pisses me off. Yeah, I also saw statistics that uh, supported that white people, based on their proportion of the population, are actually getting killed way more frequently than black people when you you know take into account the crime statistics. So I thought that was interesting. And then Blippity Blue, which is the last one for right now, teen pregnancy is down, but we traded it for single motherhood, Matt. Hmm, uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I right. guess teen pregnancy down, but we traded it. We traded it for single motherhood. Okay. Yeah. I Teen guess the pregnancy one. is up in the black community, actually. And then I saw on Stefan Molyneux today, he did an interview with uh, Jesse. Oh, what's his name? Peterson? Jesse Peterson? Is that right? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, he's a YouTuber. Help me out, guys. Um, and they said that 78% of all black births in 2017 were out of wedlock. Jeez. Yeah. Yep. I got to watch how many G's I throw Jeez, into Jeez, I know. Jeez, I got so some fan of, I don't want to say it, listener art. I hate saying the word fan. Fan is a dumb term. Listener art in the inbox that you sent me and just me captured. Jeez. I know, I know. Jeepers, golly, guys. Let's do, let's do the two more, actually. Uh, dangerous yeah. spaces, which is easier in the U.S., abort a kid or adopt one? Of course, it's easier to have an abortion. I mean, legally. I know, I know some people who've gone through the process. It varies by state, as I understand it, right? And, uh... It's yeah. it's been quite the process for people I know who have adopted. It's it's quite lengthy. Um, the the adoption process. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. And I know people that have had an abortion, and it seems like it's just like an in and out procedure that you can just get anywhere or whatever, in every state. Uh, Lee Peterson is that what people are saying? Why can I not remember this? Jesse Lee Peterson. There it is. I'm sorry. I I like his channel. I don't know why. Okay, and the last one right now is Josh Han. I have a child. I was dumb when I was younger. I worry all the time about what I'm putting my wife through with this, we had to move to Detroit. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to say to that. But it sounds like you found somebody else and she knew what she was getting into and she married you, so I don't, I don't see a problem with this. But moving to Detroit, that sucks. Hope, I hope you don't live downtown. <laughs> You're sound or crazy. We, I sound. know. I just, I, yeah. All right, we're good. We'll come back to We love things. you, Josh and Jess. Thank you. We do. Uh, oh, is that Josh of Josh and Jess? I assume. Did you say Joshua Han? Wasn't that Josh Han? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aww. That's them. I don't want to disappoint him. <laughs> Marine um. Echo is up next. Uh, Bill, aka Bill. What's up, Bill? Oh, and um, I Colonel Failure looks like uh, Colonel Failure. If you can hear me, uh, I'll try to. I can try to pull you in right now while we wait for Bill, because Bill always has the mic problems. You there, Hello? Colonel? Colonel, yep. sorry, we had. I, I think we had some complications earlier. But you, do you, you hear can, me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I I've installed the desktop Discord now. So oh sweet, yeah, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, Discord sucks anyway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's okay to clap in the movie theater, by the way. Uh, All right, well, thanks for the call. <laughs> now and <laughs> now now to annoy blonde as well. Uh, the on the on Sunday show she actually mentioned the uh, Lauren Ross. Uh, oh, Rose. Lauren and, Rose, yeah. Yeah, I, I've look, I've watched your recent video on nationalism, and uh, it's well, she's cute and and charming, and, well, and smart, well, for a woman. Uh, but... <laughs> no, I don't allow anybody be smirching my Lauren Rose on my channel. Right? Well, but one of the things is that I uh, smirch away. Actually, yeah, Skag is right here. It's his channel, and in the introduction, you 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 tell that 
you are well in our under our control anyway uh so the i i actually like the casey newman uh uh spin she included this uh alex jones of all people uh clip with him uh telling that i don't care what race uh, uh america is in 50 years as long as values are preserved the the freedom of speech guns and the family and whatever and uh, not like having uh gay frogs and everything and she right. Im immediately spins it as you see he doesn't care about race uh ethnicity or culture and so the the whole set of values is a culture basically and he doesn't care about race ethnicity but he cares about preserving culture well and she actually ends it with this oh nationalism is about caring for your people and basically my people are smart ones not white ones so uh if i choose smart ones that would be hillary clinton and bill clinton and the both parents of desmond or and the whatever the other Lactasia. ones, Lactasia and yeah. the all other crazy ones and smart ones would be like Larry Elder or ah, so you want to have free association based on an IQ cutoff? Oh uh, yeah, and actually, okay, okay, which is totally unrelated to people's racial group, is what you're telling me? Yeah, well, no, not not totally. I mean, yeah, I'm race really. Yes, blacks. So actually, you're making an argument for free association with only people that have high IQs. How is that not a racial argument? It's not because, well, even though uh, maybe there are like 20% of all black people with high IQ, for example, merit-based immigration would be uh, giving them priority over some dumb Irish people, even though they're, they're white and like ethnically pure and everything. Uh, well, and yeah, the, the ethnostate doesn't care about IQ and the uh, success of the state actually is correlated with IQ and only by proxy it's correlated with race and everything while, uh, so. I mean, I'm just I'm just making the point that, that talking about associating and, and drawing from groups and being loyal to groups based on IQ is uh, arguably more arbitrary than race. Uh, not IQ. Well, I'm I'm for uh, the culture values. And when you tell, okay, but they don't care about our culture. Yes, they don't, and therefore they be don't belong here. Matt has his three minutes face on. Yeah, so. we we definitely got to wrap this up. But uh... <laughs> anyway, anyway, so uh, this is total like straw man or new man, whatever the. Uh, Ethno-nationalists are uh, caring only about skin and, well, the, the race, ethnicity, whatever. And the civic nationalists actually care about culture and nothing else. That's the point. And it's um, not, okay, I mean, I would disagree with that because the arguments that I've been hearing from ethno-nationalists are like, if we take care of our own people, there's going to be a group of low IQ individuals that are going to be government dependent, and we just have to deal with that. And that's why you hear them advocate for the welfare state periodically, because they believe that it would work in a racially homogenous society. And there is yeah, going it, to be an underclass of people. It is interesting. When I've, when I've heard Richard Spencer speak, I've heard him speak to a much larger 
role for government in providing goods and services than right. I think your average conservative or libertarian would advocate for. It's kind of interesting to think about. Well, it uh, has worked historically in like Swedish and Nordic societies uh, that are racially homogenous. They can have a bigger welfare net because there's a higher trust factor in their societies. Would you pick millennial, which is not pure white, whatever, uh, over Hillary Clinton? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, there you are not ethno-nationalists. Yeah, I, I've never made a declaration okay, that I'm yeah. an ethno-nationalist. So the civic nationalism is the way to go. Yes, <laughs> you should respect all no, the values. No, 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 no. Civ civic nationalists, uh, they just reject all elements of tribalism that are inherent to people. I, don't, I just don't think you can. You're making a case for choosing association and loyalty based on people's intelligence. I'm saying people are attached to people of their own race, whether they're good, whether they're bad. There's an attachment there. There's a tribalistic nature that's inherent to them. So I'm saying that that is more relevant that, that has more of a standing than just choosing the smart people, which you can't do anyway. I would love to see you be like, okay, I'll associate with you if you're if you if your IQ is a hundred. That that's it. But guys, then you'll see. Guys, guys. I know. Guys, I agree guys, with that. I agree guys, with that. We do have to let you go. With that. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. Thank you, Colonel. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, see you. Okay. Uh Bill, I'll try Bill again. I don't know if he's having mic problems. Let's see. I don't. Oh, yeah, here he is. Somebody is saying that I just made an argument that oh, this this hypnogogic monk. What the fuck does that mean? Saying that I said that abortion is like an easy thing to do. I, I didn't say that. I'm talking about the ease by which access. you can do it, the access to it. In, yeah, don't it, mischaracterize well, my it, argument. It varies by state. Certainly there are states that have made it more difficult than others, but there is no state in which it is entirely unavailable. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's try Miss Malevolent. I think Bill's having um, mic problems. Miss Malevolent, hey. welcome back. Hey, what's going on? Long time no talk. How you been? I've been doing well. How have you been? Meh. 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 <laughs> I'm having a good night. Uh, you feel better about Trump since our last talk with you? Oh, mom? yeah. Oh, that was the shrimp night, wasn't it? Oof. Wait, wait. wait. When did we, what were we talking when about? When I got I horrible food poisoning, she called and she was, oh, yeah. it was right after the DACA thing. And I was like, I give up. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel way better. I, he keeps pulling through for me. I, I got to remember this when I'm like, Trump has cucked out terribly. He's going to fail us all. I have to remember that he's pulled through for me on multiple occasions. I just need to hang on. Hang on. Yeah. But I do feel a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy oh, about yeah. this 1.8, you know, million. But yeah, what I can know. You do? I mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's like, it's like a unresolvable thing. It's, it's like yeah. the idiots that say we're going to ban all guns. It's like, so there's something like 800 million guns that we know of. Uh, yeah. And you're going to, even, even if you have 10% of people who won't give them up. You're talking about millions upon millions of people and you're talking about bloodshed. Right. So when right. people talk about removing these people, uh, you know that force is going to be involved and who's going to, Americans don't have the stomach to do the hard work, i.e. watching people die in the streets yeah. over this. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's a delicate balance. I'm sure he'll come to the right thing. And yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, originally I was incensed. I was like 1.8 million people. But then, you know, I, I after watching Sticks, Hex, and Hammers video about this, I'm like, 
he does have to negotiate. And this is the way that he could show everybody that Democrats were not serious about what, what they were saying they I wanted. Told, but see, I told you that. He, yeah. he That's exactly what he did. Yeah, and you were right. I should have listened to you. I'm sorry. Long as that wall gets built, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with Why what, can't he what just tax the fuck are. out of remittances and then use that to build the wall and bypass you Congress? You and me, girl. I, I'm with you right now. I mean, there. I don't see why I'm he needs you. congressional approval to do this. He can fund the project through other ways. He can do it himself. That precedent, though. Yeah. Didn't, we just get, <laughs> didn't we just get done talking about that we want yes, these things done through Congress? Yeah. yeah, but if you can't oh, work, Matt, demographic so issues reasonable. are so important that I just think that if you can't work with Congress on this one, I mean, sorry. Oh, Matt, why are you being so reasonable? Well, I mean, I know, we, we did mention it earlier. It's um for whatever reason, Congress is, is a, basically a non-functional body. I mean, they can't get anything done. So I don't want the precedent of broad executive action but i don't know what can we do what can we do to make congress more effective to make term congress... limits yeah. maybe that's an answer yeah nobody term older than limits. 75 and i think i'm being pretty generous yeah uh, term limits uh basically that would stop a lot of this fuckery yeah really or people's descent into madness like nancy pelosi <laughs> It's like all right, guys. I'm gonna say goodbye to let some other. Thanks people. for calling. Ms. Thanks Will. a lot. Appreciate it. Yep. Good to hear from Ciao. you, Bill. If you can hear me, you're good to chime in whenever you get it going. Uh, Neuroscrub, uh, this is Stevens Matt, but I don't. I think he might have taken off, maybe, or fell asleep. He is want to fall asleep frequently. So, if you want to chime in, uh, Neuroscrub, hop into one of the waiting rooms, and I can grab you. Uh, Chicago conservative is up. Didn't you, what did you say to him earlier? What did he say to you that you didn't like? I can't remember. Let him chime in. It was something that was like a little too mean. Dead eye guy. We got dead eye guy in earlier. Did we not? I, was he one of the ones that was having mic problems? Might've been. We can try again. There's some bitch talking shit in the live chat. And then she's like, I used to be a fan of you. Like people aren't fans of somebody and then go and like talk shit in the live chat. I hate it when people do that. I'm like, I, I know you're lying. Also, uh, well, as I said, I hate the term fan. Like, listen, if you want, don't, if you don't, don't, if you I, don't. Yeah, you I don't know? Care. wait, 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 please, please. Whatever you say, whatever you say, please, I'll, do, I'll do whatever you want. I'll, I'll do, do whatever you want. Can't, you listen to me. We can't lose that one person. Please, Jane, please. God. Jane, Jane. I think it's Jean. Jean, email me. Tell She's us like, what I'm to do. I'm a happy childless woman. I'm so happy. Again, I'm not happy. saying I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying I am not going to sign up for that. You yeah, know? Yeah. That I'm not saying you belong in jail. Saying I'm not going <laughs> to sign up for the responsibility. I don't even know if that's what they were responding to, but probably. Yeah. All right, which one of you punks is chiming in? No punks. Zero. Zero punks. We're going to have to bring somebody else in. Let's I don't okay. see Oh, you you good to go? Yeah. Hello? You there? I'm here. Oh, there right, we go. go for it. So uh, I'm pretty drunk, and I want to pick a fight with Blonde because I called her retarded earlier, and um, oh, cool. probably offended her. Um, anyway, so Blonde, yeah. I want you to verify your uh, your position on when people should and shouldn't go to college, because I'm a little confused on that. I'm not in high school anymore, but this will be a pretty easy yeah. fight. I mean, I think especially for women, uh, 
unless if if you plan on majoring in, in some liberal arts thing or you don't really have a plan, then you should delay college or just not go. But for people that have clear mathematical abilities um, that, that manifest themselves in a legitimate career, like a woman that's really good at math her whole life and she's like, I want to be an engineer. Yeah, you got to go to school for that. I mean, if you want to be a surgeon, you have to go to school. If you want to be an attorney, you have, there are lots of careers that if, if you don't get an education, it precludes you from ever entering those. But but the fact of the matter right, so is if, if most people most people that go America. to college uh, aren't going because they have a plan. They're going because they feel like that's necessary. That's what the next step in their life is. And it's just going to get you into a fuckload of debt. You're going to get indoctrinated. And if you're a girl, you're going to spend four years slutting it up uh, and drinking. So I think it's mm-hmm. generally a bad idea unless you have a real plan, a real plan. So I... I disagree a hundred percent. If you, I think everybody should go to college. Um, Matt will back me up a little bit on why, but uh, for the main reason, not um, everybody, but, but yeah, continue. Uh, I mean, if, if you're going to go to college, everybody should, right? Go, go to a few years there. You can work part time while paying yourself off for those first two years, because the first two years at any college at any four year institution are going to be bullshit. You're going to be taking gen eds and non essential courses that don't really teach you anything or just are a recap of what you learned in high school. So go to a community college for two years, get your associates, so it'll transfer to any four year university. Yeah. And then you can and then you can go to a four year university, spend that sixty grand to get the rest of it that four-year degree, because that four-year degree will lead, will open more doors than anything else, right? I, I Yeah, but mostly I'm it. talking about women. Like, there are a lot of women that, uh, my brother, you know, went to med school, and there were a lot of chicks that, like, took spots from men, and then, you know, after they graduated, just decided to leave the workforce and have kids anyway. So women need to think about, you know, every time they're admitted into a male-dominated field, if you aren't serious about this, if you aren't going to take this career through, and probably instead of having kids, you're taking the spot of a man that could be doing a better job. Right, but those, those, those girls knew those girls knew two years in whether or not they were going to continue or not. That's why I'm saying everybody should go get their associates or whatever for two years because you're going to know at that point, right? When I was a freshman, yeah, I, would I agree with girls that. who were like, yeah. I'm just here to get a degree and then I'm, I'm going to go have, you know, go have a bunch of babies. I'm just like... Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm fine with that. I, I would agree with that. Some... Yeah. Yep. Any last thoughts? Uh, no, no. I wanted to pimp slap you, but we agree. So <laughs> never mind. Thanks, man. Thanks. Have a good night. Can you hear me now? Ooh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Clear. Awesome. Awesome. What, yeah, have you diagnosed the problem? Have you figured out what's going on? No, I had to go into my voice settings. So and and like reset it. I I, I like uh, refreshed Discord several times. I, I don't know. I have this very uh, nice microphone I bought. Yeah, it sounds great. Back. Yeah, well, you know, I technology, right? It's not my not my thing. So uh, I had nothing specific to say, but I heard a lot of stuff tonight and. Um, well, the college debate that that was just going on with uh, there, like I completely disagree. Um, you should have about an IQ of 120 or so to go to college, which means you're in the tenth, you're, or you're in the ninetieth percentile. Which means there's only, you know, uh, the, there's only like ten percent of people are smarter than you, and that's more the traditional thing. And I believe that because college has been pushed on everybody. And I've seen this yeah. because I've been in and out of school over the years. Like it has been very, very dumbed down. When I first went to college out of the Marine Corps, I uh, remember uh, I had to take an English composition class and it was so easy. You know, I had to take some remedial classes because I'd been out of school for a little bit. And 
in my uh, professor was like, I don't even know why you're taking this class. So it, it's, it's like, and I'm like, cause I placed here, you know, yeah. and, and that was it. I, I took, uh, I had to take like a math, like uh, 99 or something like that, remedial math. I went through it. It was a, at your own pace. I got it done in like two weeks. I had came back and had to do the final after that, you know, you know, yeah. and uh, still got a good grade. And, and frankly, uh, you know, I'm kind of like uh, on board with like Mike Rowe and like, the, you know, the we need to be looking at trades. And and um, well, I also think that we we overeducate people like right now I'm studying physical therapy, but like, OK, so I need to know very specific things about anatomy and physiology for a grade, um, like, say, the circulatory system, th those kind of things, like how the the heart flows into or sorry, how blood flows into the heart and goes into the lungs and pumps back into the heart and that pathway and also like the uh, the electrical circuitry has nothing to do with what I'm actually going to be doing. Yeah. Okay. Like OJT, OJT is far more practical. I've even talked to people. I had a, uh, an ex-girlfriend or father um, was a nuclear engineer. He was um, originally an enlisted man in the Navy and he went in and uh, they sent him to college. He, he got his doctorate in engineering, nuclear engineering. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, a lot of that stuff that you did, right? Don't you think you could teach most people like OJT? I mean, of course, there has, I yeah, mean, yeah, there's, yeah. there's some requisite for the math, right? You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. super mathematically inclined, but I'm just saying, you know, um, so there's a lot of things there. Um, also, though, you guys brought up the uh, uh, earlier, you're talking about ethnicity and, or sorry, uh, race and culture. And I think that the ethnicity and the geography and the nationality have more to do with it than race upon itself and i would agree that people do tend to collectivize tribally based on yeah. uh you know genetic features but uh you look at uh the primary at least traditional american uh view of individualism and our that, that cultural effect on us and i, yeah. I think I, I think that our nationality has more to do with our culture and our geography also because we're isolated from the old world right and uh, ethnicity plays some into things culturally, but but I, I think within a few generations that goes away very very quickly. And I think there's a lot of data to uh, support that. So uh, yeah, I would agree with you to a certain degree. But I've seen a lot of data, especially on like second and third generation uh, Moroccan Europeans, that their their crime data is is way worse in subsequent generations. And so I'm not seeing a lot of information that's supportive that that second, third generations are, are fully integrating into societies as much as we would like to see. I mean, it's better in the United States, but Skaggs out well, a three you, minutes face on, we got to kick you yeah. off. <laughs> Let me say we, one more thing sure, though. Sure. If you read Thomas Sewell and, and race and culture, like he gets into a lot of that. It, it is the origins of people, their culture, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's just race alone. So yeah, that's no, I, say, I, but... I would agree with you for the, yeah. Oh, sorry, Caesar. Thanks, Wayne. Bye. I'm out. Yep. See you. Have a good night. Sorry. Oh, God. Okay. Geez. What did you smash him or something? I don't, he's just so mean. He's just. We're, we're running up tight against the clock, so we'll have to keep it moving here. But it's J Fry, so we can kick him out in like two seconds if I'm we want. I'm sorry, Caesar. Did I smash your head? Your little head. You there, Jay? Hey, Jay. Uh, I'm here. Uh, oh, you're just really. Volume's really low. Let me turn so you on. Sorry. Here, I'll turn it up. Uh, you're still really soft, and I got you up as high as I can go. Is that better? Slightly, but you're going to have to really speak into the mic. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't know I was being quiet. Didn't know I was getting in this early either. Um, I was bouncing off a stand with this um, 
he was talking about the the illegal alien because they're not immigrants. Like, there's no way they're accepted as people. As in people, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember what happened five minutes ago. Accepted as people. What do you mean? They're they're not accepted into the country as, as people. They're they're here illegally. They're, it's not a, a migrant situation. They're illegal aliens. Okay, but they're still people. I mean, they're they're part of Justin Trudeau's people kind. Ew. Yeah. Uh, but just not everyone not citizens. Not they're not. Um, they're not illegal or immigrant. That that's my real issue. Everything they do. What are you saying? Country, I don't understand. Tell me what you're saying. Again. Well, the term illegal immigrant, they want to pick apart the, the, the immigrant part, but it's the illegal that's the real issue. Is Everything it? they do in the country is breaking the law. Right. Yes. Right. Their okay. presence is, is illegal. The, yeah. Oh, I, I, they just crossed the border. Yeah. Okay. That's one misdemeanor. But then they get a job. That's a felony. You're either lying about your social security number or you're, you're actually doing identity theft. Yeah. Buying a car. You're not getting the car registered. You don't have a license. The, the, these. But just to be clear, you're not talking about how illegal shouldn't have any human rights, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it's the term illegal immigrant. They are illegal, but they're not immigrants. That, oh, someone... I see. You're talking about the, the oxymoronic nature of the term illegal immigrant. Gotcha. It's more like the politically okay. correct term of it. Hmm. You know, they're, they're trying to make it politically correct, even though it's just an outright lie. So it's is like illegal alien though. okay with you? Illegal alien, yeah, because they're ah. both illegal and alien, but okay. they're not immigrants. Fine, there's no immigrants the, I get it, process. Jay Fry. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. <laughs> also, the Jews. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to my next point. All right, he's already out of here. Um, decoy. Mr. Decoy, what's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing all right. How are Hi. you? I'm doing all right. I brought you guys some um some uh cringy news of the stupid. Okay, oh. go for it. Uh, Ohio man tries to exchange chicken Alfredo for sex with teen boy. <laughs> Whoa! Alfredo is an unfortunate metaphor in this scenario too. Ew! Does it have to be Alfredo? Like, yeah. like you won't spray for some good chicken parm or something? Yeah. Ugh. All right. So, is there more to the story, or is that a good? Is the headline all we need to that, know? That's a pretty good ass assessment. My did okay. Well, read it one more time. Read the headline. <laughs> uh, Ohio man tried to exchange okay, chicken Alfredo tried. for sex with teen boy. So tried. That's what, what did the teen boy say? Was he like, yeah. no well, he man, lasagna? Get the fuck out. <laughs> so was this didn't to an happen. Sheriff. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh my gosh, it was, it was an a undercover. Oh wow. Damn. Yeah. So the uh, they they exchanged they gave him some nudes and then when he showed up to meet with the guy he brought the Alfredo and the Alfredo. This is the stuff him. you used to see on the greatest show that I wish would come back to catch a predator with Chris, with Chris Hansen when they would always give them. That's how they would catch them pursuant to certain state laws. Yeah. They would give them certain direction like bring a pack of condoms or bring a bottle of wine or whatever. Chicken Alfredo is a very that's really specific. that's a bizarre one. I never saw any Alfredo on the old to catch a predator. <laughs> <laughs> my oh. my second one is a uh, girl scout sells out of cookies in two hours She's by setting up outside of a pot dispensary Excellent. oh yeah a plus a very plus. very smart that's girl. an entrepreneurial little girl yeah good for her 
And I figured I figured I'd set this one for last because I figured if you were going to have a discussion about something I brought up, this would probably be the one. The uh, Air Force removed a female tech sergeant from her uh, supervisory role after she put a Facebook rant about how um, black women in the military are like sassy, essentially. And it's okay. they always have attitude problems and it's just never ending. Is that super controversial? Oh, uh, it's enough to get her fired. And tech sergeant is not an E1. That's a shame. That's a shame. Everybody knows what we're dealing with with the sassy black woman. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, this this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about before. I, I've, I'll defer to to whatever protocol they have in place and the end of the supervising decision to make that call. But as a general rule, I don't like the idea of fired over social media opinions. I, I don't want to live in a, in a culture where we do that. Yeah. Agreed. It's like, oh, you posted the wrong opinion on, on social media. I just don't. I don't well, care. Uh, th- this is where the uh, the Univer- Uniform Code of Military Justice will break in. Is okay. essentially, you can pretty much say whatever you want in your own clothes. But uh, yeah. if you're in uniform, you're on the job. Was she on the job when she made the post? Is that what? Uh, she was in uniform. I don't know if she was on the job, but she, okay. was, she was in uniform when she made the post. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that they, they as an employer don't have every right to make these determinations and presumably she agrees to the terms when she accepts the employment. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I would like to see a culture where we don't really care about this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. I felt the same way about every time we have a, some high school history teacher or something fired because they're drunk on Facebook and don't know what their security settings are. Like, yeah. I mean, you show me evidence that they're downgrading some ethnicity due to, you know, uh, racism and, you know, I'll grab my pitchfork and, and torch. Sure. I mean, or if they're that... teaching it in their classroom. Mm. Yeah, oh, I mean... yeah, that guy. But I agree. Well, we don't need to rehash that. I agree that guy sucks. <laughs> We only have eight minutes left. We got we got to close yeah. this one. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'll head out, guys. One more question though: Have you guys heard of the gavel goat? No, nope. I don't know what that is. I will bring that up next week. You okay. guys have a great night. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, I think that will conclude callers. I don't see that dead eye guy hanging around. Oh, um, we've got a few in the in the notes. Oh wait, no, Burning Bright. We do have. Oh yeah, Burning Bright's still here. We do have to get Burning Bright. You there, Burning Bright? While we wait for Burning Bright, you want to do Super Chat? Sure. And um, so, sorry to our, we won't be able to do any non-patron callers tonight. Sorry about that, guys. But uh, again, if you want to contribute to the show, email us. We'll get some email questions after this, and uh, and uh, we can we can take questions and comments that way. KNL191 said, would you rather a child be raised by their single mother or adopted by a two-parent Muslim family? Pick your poison. Um, I mean, I don't think that any white children should be adopted to Muslim families. This happened in England, and then they converted. What about white them. Muslims? <laughs> Where are they? Where? Uh, there are um, some in Europe, and like there are some. <laughs> they converted the young girl, and then she had to wear a hijab. It was this little white girl uh, wearing a hijab. It's like, I, why are you adopting white European children to Muslim families? That's an inappropriate environment for children to be raised in. Um, I mean, both those kids are screwed. I don't know what to tell you. An adopted white kid into a Muslim family or being raised by a single mom? I'm going to have to go with a single mom on that one. Yeah, I, I, I think At least Muslim she culture... can stay with her mom. I mean... I don't, yeah, I don't think uh, Muslim culture has its values straight. And maybe single mom does, maybe she doesn't. I don't know, but. Yeah, and, if, you know, if you adopt a kid into a Muslim household, they're probably, 
I don't know, maybe some sexual abuse is going to happen. Uh, shot glass philosophy, get it together, bitch clips, do this. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> it would be so I mean, I'll, bad. I'll play it on the show if someone actually makes a montage. Oh, of it. It's going to take a lot of work. You're going to have to listen to a lot of stuff to find them all. I don't know. I mean, I'm so bitchy that it, it can't possibly be that hard. Uh, Tim K said, here's $15 for lowering my, bre- my blood pressure. Every- lowering your blood your- Really? Wow. Yeah. Every yeah. Wednesday and Sunday, you guys are exactly what I need after working. It's an hour shift with a liberal feminist atheist. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh, sorry, Tim. That sounds like a bummer. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Let me reload this. Let me reload this. Um, Secret Justice Sports Network, a donation, or Social Justice Sports Network, ah. uh, a donation but no notes. ESPN rip. I, th- I assume they're ripping ESPN anyway. Presumably. William Malvo, yeah. mankind is uh, derived from the word human. It has no implied gender. Ironic but not surprising that the social justice warrior PM has no sense of the meaning of the words he is policing. Yeah. Jeez. He's a fucking Jeez. Jeez. We'll talk. We'll talk about that on Sunday. Now Trudeau is saying he was joking. I don't buy it. Was he? Because it was really cringy. If that's a joke, it's a pretty crappy joke. I don't think so. Because he really like soaked in all those accolades. He was like, yes, yeah. everybody applaud for me. I'm so tolerant. When have, we, when have we ever heard him make a joke in a formal role ever before? He just doesn't. He's not a jokey guy. He was talking about how men and women are equal in Islam. That was a joke, right? I assume. Yeah, okay. that's a good counterpoint. And our our, our sister's upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. God, the, man, speaking of montages, a Trudeau cringe montage would be I legendary. can't watch that, okay? Hmm. I'm only human. Bob Smith said abortions are easy. It just takes a pillow and moderate, consistent pressure. What is wrong with you Jeez. people? Jeez. You guys are monsters. But thanks for the donation. Um, Mr. Chicken Bones, <laughs> spelled in a hilarious way. Abortions are necessary to limit... Not saying that word, but all right. Oh, um, boy. Bill McPherson said, this is like every week with this expensive-ass mic. Why does the patriarchy keep voice silent? Sorry, Bill. Oh, that was, yeah. We But Bill got his mic going. Uh, Philip J. Fry, if pro-white is white supremacist, why doesn't that make a pro-Jewish a Jewish supremacist? Um, yeah. We can't answer that, but all right. Minnow no, says- I mean, I, I've always said, I just- I just want the same rules applied to everybody. And I'm sympathetic with people to the extent that I do believe that there are rules applied to white people that don't apply to other people. That doesn't mean that I'm any kind of ethnic or racial nationalist. I just want the rules that apply. If we, if we think it's fine for black lives matter, it has to be fine for the Richard Spencers of the world. It just does. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. And especially as, as far as immigration policy is concerned, people will say like, well, America they have to take more immigrants in other countries because of their history of colonialism. But China is colonizing the fuck out of Africa yeah. right now. And they're not taking any African migrants and, because they know what's going to happen yeah. to their country if they do. And, and Jared Holt, that's not to be interpreted as my endorsement of either group. I'm just saying they operate by the same premises. I don't even yeah. think Jared Holt is listening to our Wednesday. I, I, I dream of a world where he does. I don't know. <laughs> um, Minnow said, when are either of you going onto the Ruben Report? I'm too edgy for the Ruben Report, but we did have him on our show a year and change yeah, ago, it was, right? it's Yeah, a little more than a year ago. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd love, I thought, I, I thought Dave was one of the easiest people to talk to. And I've said too, of all the like high ups that we've spoken to, he was very accommodating. He showed up on time. He did what he said he would. Real friendly. Really friendly. Easy yeah. conversation. So yeah. I would personally love to talk to Dave, but you know, you pick other people for YouTube week. That's fine. I, I'm not yeah. And his, his picks for YouTube week are really confusing. <laughs> like, like who, who he had like some black guy on and, and some other people. I was like, oh. Jocelyn Glenn. Jacqueline Glenn. Jacqueline. Right. I can't even remember her name. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. God, um, yeah. Just ain't that way. No, no. Thank you, Chicago conservative. Just a little heart because he's drunk. Ah, thank you. He's apologizing. Sorry, I ripped on your city, even though Chicago's a shithole. Well, he survives each and every week somehow. That's true. Uh, just a matter of time. Wolfcat Wildcat said, okay, how about stairs and a push? You guys. <laughs> you guys. Are you going to play the trombone? Oh. Do you want the trombone? I, do I want the trombone? And then I also in this show, I said, I'm waiting for five you guys. You want the five guys trombone? Somebody's going to make shot. up a weird sex thing to go along with that. Yeah. Gross. That's trombone actually... first, rim shot later. Why did you say to me? <laughs> uh, we're good. Okay. We got two questions. Let's, let's, uh, ooh, Dangerous Space is back. Dangerous Space is always bringing us to these deep, it looks dense. It looks thick. It's like four paragraphs. So the recent news from many racing events is that they've now got rid of grid girls. I don't know what grid girls are to you. They're like, you know, they like hold the signs and dress, not okay. super skimpy, but they're, I think they have, they might have be unionized, but it's like a real career for a Yeah. They're like the, the chicks who wave the flags and stuff yeah. like that. Maybe. Okay. I don't follow or particularly care about racing, but this move fascinates me. Feminists often tell us that women were and in, Women were and in some ways still are oppressed by the patriarchy or men or society. However, they then do things like fight against a woman's right to choose her career, such as grid girl, for example. So women being told what they can and can't do is oppression, but not when it's other women doing it. I find this attitude odd. To me, this is just feminists enacting the same behavior they claim to fight against. It won't. Uh, I know. Uh, sorry. I know it's a strong word, but this seems to make them the oppressor. What do you guys think about this situation and maybe uh, what does it say about modern day feminism? Yeah, I I totally agree. And I think what it says about modern day feminism is feminists don't actually care about furthering women's rights or even equality with women. They care about turning young, sexually desirable young women into fat, old, childless hags so that they have more people in their in their army. And so they see this group of people and they're like, oh, these women, they're oppressed. And the women are like, we're not oppressed. We want to do this. This is our job. And they're like, no, no, you can't be in any job that you're getting some kind of exchange for your youth and beauty, some kind of financial exchange for youth and beauty. So that's really where, where they're like, no, they don't want to see women using any of their sexuality, any of their, their feminine attributes yeah. to have any kind of arrangement with men. They are the oppressors. And this is, this is the fundamental problem with equality of outcome. They're, they're increasingly, if not exclusively after equality of outcome, you get a choice between freedom and yeah. equality of outcome. You can't have both. Unless, I mean, maybe in some small group where there's four people and each, you know, an even split of them pick the same thing. But broadly speaking, for society, you cannot have equality of outcome without right. tyranny in the way that this person's describing, which is dictating the choices that people are allowed to make. Because if you have freedom to choose your own path in life, you choose freedom, to de freedom to decide whatever you want to do, unequal outcome is a necessary right. consequence of that. And as I am, how do I want to say this? I'm not with feminists, but I, I would be with them to the extent that they're advocating for women's freedom to choose. If every grid girl is there because she says, this is what I want to do. I think this, I like doing this. It's fun. It's good money. This is what I want to do. I have no problem with that. Yeah. And I don't think anyone should. In the same way, I don't think we should try to shove women into STEM fields if they don't want to be there. 
Just yeah. let people give people let, freedom. Let, let, let them, them choose. make their own choices. That's all yeah. we really want. I and I agree with the characterization. It is a it's a it's a tyranny of another form. It's it is no longer a patriarchy of men telling women what to do. It is uh, it is other women of a certain feminist persuasion telling other women what to do. Yep. Hmm. Yep. And then we have another question from Kanak. Uh, what are your thoughts on degeneracy in youthful college times? Are they indicative of one's future or something people grow out of in order to be a productive member of society? Um, I would say that we actually talked about this a little bit earlier in the show, but uh, almost everybody engages in college debauchery. I don't think that this is like a necessary part of growing up. I don't think that people need to partake in it or they haven't fully experienced life. I think that nothing good comes out of it. It should be avoided if possible. Um, but I think that most people that I know grew out of it. I do still have a few a few acquaintances, I wouldn't even say friends anymore, that carried drinking and partying culture into their 30s. And especially with the, the women all got fat. And then the men that did that, they just have really sad, depressing lives. Like I have friends that are still drinking heavily all the time and going to bars like pushing 40. Hmm. And it's just, it's really depressing. You know, they're making huge life mistakes. I think the vast majority of people just grow out of it. Well, you know my one greatest regret, don't you? Yes. Not enough college degeneracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a square man. I was a square, and I studied hard, and I didn't. Um, I didn't engage in really any of this stuff. And I look back and often think I should have done more of that fun stuff. I should have gone out more. I should have been reckless. I should have tried things instead of studying hard and doing well in school, which I did. But I don't know. I think that regret is kind of tongue in cheek for me. Like and it's deterministic to... too. It's like you don't know that's that you wouldn't have knocked somebody up. I mean, and they oh, yeah. be like, oh my, my God, I wish I never would have engaged in any of this debauchery. Like I know a yeah. lot of people that have had abortions, you know, really bad life stuff that has come out of college debauchery. Yeah. I know it's a cliche answer. I think that what I would say on this is what you said, which is most of the people I know did grow out of it. And I do think that there's room for responsible um, in, indulging. But, you know, don't lose sight of the reason you're at college. This is in the context of college. You're not paying all that money to go there and be a, a degenerate at the bar, which you can do for free. Yeah, I mean, alcohol's insidious, though. I think a lot of people kind of think it's this benign thing, but then they get to college and they're like, oh, I, I'm just going to drink all the time. And then it becomes a real problem, even if they have a, mm. the, like a history of uh, or a family history of alcoholism. College is like this time that everybody takes out to get blacked out drunk. Uh, and I think that's really, really damaging because people carry this into later life, but everybody acts like it's not really a problem because it's just alcohol. Yeah, there's probably some truth to that. And a lot of people die in alcohol-related instances in college. Yeah, I was watching some news story about it, that hazing incident. Was it Penn State or somewhere in Pennsylvania? Yeah, was a big that bad... really handsome ginger kid. Yeah, yeah. So sad, yeah. man. He, they made him take 18 shots, and then he fell down the stairs and broke his neck. And Jesus Christ. They were texting each yeah. other. They're like, he looks dead at the bottom of the stairs. What do we do? And they, I don't think they called anybody for a while. But, God. But I this mean, is the kind of stuff that happens when it's a bunch of kids that are blacked out drunk. I mean, what do you do? This is yeah. not a safe environment to be sending our kids to. Yeah. So smoke weed if you have to do something bad. No, never. No, never I mean, again. come on. One of these <laughs> things might ruin your life and the other one's probably going to yeah. be a big nothing. All right. Well, thanks for the question, man. Appreciate it. Um, uh, let me reload for super chat. And make yeah, sure yeah. Yeah. Make sure that that was the last one, which of course it wasn't. You guys are so nice. Uh, Chicago conservative next week. I'll get high and call in and try to make a coherent argument. It'll be fun. How is that not? <laughs> less of an impediment than getting drunk. I don't understand you people. 
don't get it. Uh, Frank Underwood. He's going to be dead by next week anyway. <laughs> yeah, he does live in Chicago. The, the gang war will get him. Yeah, really. Frank Underwood said, long time since I've cashed, uh, caught you guys live. Uh, would suggest Coach Red Pill as show guest. Think he would show as he has good things to say about Blonde. Oh, thank you, Coach Red Pill, if you're listening. I appreciate that. That's the last one, though. Oh, well, th- and thanks for uh, thanks for supporting the show. Appreciate it. And for tuning in live. Uh, yeah, let's just let's wrap it up. So sorry to every. I know there's a big, long line of people to get in here. If you're having trouble getting in, send us an email. We'll handle things that way. I appreciate everybody's patience, and uh, we do the best we can. Uh, what's what's coming up on Sunday? Uh, I'm excited. We're going to tape an interview with Fleckis tomorrow on the street interview guy that I really like. I think that's what was that be hand gesture? You do that again. Just keep doing that. Good oh, thing yeah. the video is not on not on YouTube because I know the screen cap is already. I'm doing microphones and you're thinking <laughs> that's the Alfredo gesture. No. See you Sunday. 